Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 100, where we're discussing the unsolved mysteries of Lost. What happened? A little accident. Does it hurt? Yep. Something you want to tell me, Walt? I didn't do it. Didn't do what? I heard Jack. He thinks somebody got my dad sick. And I didn't do it. You think because I know you burned the first raft that I'd think you made your dad sick? We're friends, Walt. I didn't tell on you before, and I'm not going to tell on you now, and I know you would never do anything to hurt your dad. What's the matter? Don't open it. What'd you say? Don't open it, Mr. Locke. Don't open that thing. What, what thing? What you... Just don't open it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 100 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And today we have a special guest with us, and Anton, I'll let you introduce him for us. All right. This is a very special guest. Uh, you guys might have heard of him out there. Uh, his name is Michael Payne. Okay, you probably have not heard of him, but he is, I've heard of him. He's my little brother, and he is a Lost uh, fanatic as well. He's going to join us tonight um, just talking about... Uh, the mysteries of Lost and just a, a bunch of different things. And I thought it'd be kind of cool to have a different perspective than, than what you and I bring. Yeah. So. And tell us a little bit about how much you've watched and where you're at right now and just what you're going to bring to the conversation. Sure. Um, first off, I'd like to say when, when you guys first start doing this and talking about Lost, I was like, there's no way I want to watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> but once Andy introduced me to it and everything and, I just I can't wait to watch the next disc because I mean it's just amazing. I'm Anton on this show so let's <laughs> okay, keep it there. let's keep it straight. <laughs> See, I knew this is a bad idea at the beginning. You know, he's gonna start bringing out family secrets. He's like, the well, one time when you know Anton was in his underwear, you know, and yeah. there goes the show. So, yeah, right. okay, so back on track. When I introduced yeah. you, sure. Yep. Yeah, so basically, you've watched how much of the show so far? I'm at um, season five. Um, I've like I think I've got what. Four, se- four seasons or disc left on the he's season. A season he's a season five. Got four seasons left. So we've lied to him and told yeah. him that there is ten seasons in Lost. So, right, right. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, no, you've got yeah, that? you got four episodes left. Episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. This is a test trial, right? Oh no, this is the real deal. We're live in thirty countries right now. So we're sitting here. We've got like six inches of snow outside. I'm going to set the scene here. Yeah. We got a fire going. I've got my cup of coffee. You guys don't have anything to drink yet. Thank you for that, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) But but nonetheless, we're we're ready to have a discussion about Lost. Um, Season six is coming around the bend here. We've got like 25 days, I think, according to our season six countdown on the website. And I was so ready to go back and kind of rehash where we're at with the show. Right. And really get a sense of, of what we have, you know, left to learn versus the, the questions that have been answered. And uh, it was a really interesting process making the list of the stuff to talk about. Yeah. Uh, some things became really clear. 
um, maybe even gave you some hints as to the people who are going to be really important mm-hmm. uh, to the show, you know, by the time we get to the end. But before we dig into the conversation here, um, what's been going on? I mean, we've been gone for like since yeah. July, I think. It's, it's been a little minute. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, so it's, it's been a bit. Uh, I thought we owed it to people to tell them what we've been up to and what's been going on, why we've been yeah. totally silent. I, I think we do because, you know, the the obvious problem we have with our whole story here is that we were like originally one of these people said we're not going to be you know taking a huge yeah. break and <laughs> yeah. we're not going anywhere you right. know we're going to give you uh, two shows a week yeah, yeah exactly but there has been a lot going on you know mm-hmm. and i think even for the integrity of the show and for us just to keep our energy about it we needed the break because there was so much right. else going on i personally had um a, a, a cause that I started uh, going after and mm-hmm. actually you uh, were a big part of that as well as running right. for something. I was trying to raise awareness for some kids right. in, a, in right. a community, which went really well, but it took a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and you yourself uh, uh, did so much on that. And then you had all kinds of other stuff going yeah. on. So <laughs> it's been a crazy time an exciting time, but there's been very little time for oh, lost yeah. for either one of us, I yeah. think. And I always go through this every hiatus where, I get to the almost to the point where, um, not to where I've lost interest in the right. show and I'm not going to start watching it when it starts again, but I really could care less to think about it. Yeah. And, well, it's uh, aggravating yeah. to be honest with you. You get to the point where you could, th- I, I thought about it for a while, but then mm-hmm. I thought, what's it matter? Yeah. Why, you why know, bother? I mean, yeah, I mean, I can only look at the old stuff so long and only mm-hmm. look, you go, and then I, I get to the point where I just got to wait. And yeah. then now at this time, and now it's when I start getting excited again right. and the energy's there. Exactly. So we could have did some podcasts, but we probably just would have went off of some tangents. And, yeah. And, and, and it's hard, you know, I think a lot of people get into the same position we're in where mm-hmm. they're kind of ready for a break for a while. Right. And so we gave them what they wanted. Yeah. I mean, this is really, we did what they wanted. Yeah. They, you we know, didn't re- want to take this Exactly. Break. <laughs> we, it's for the people, you know. Right. But what really got me excited again was for Christmas, I got a couple of loss related items. I got the season five. Oh, that's five funny because my DVD. my wife said that she, she lost my gift for Christmas, so it's kind of yeah. similar. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you bringing up the fact that your wife loves you more than mine. No, does. it didn't come from my wife. Oh no, it came from somebody else. But it was the season five DVDs, yeah. and I also got this. Let me get this here and show it to you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I want to fill in. I was going to say, um, my wife did get me something. She is a yeah. good, good wife. I'm, I'm just playing. This here what is, is that? the. Uh, it's a season five kit, so don't be fooled by the the looks here. It's a season five uh-huh. DVD kit, but it's the Dharma Initiative orientation kit. Wow, which is like this. It comes in this cool box. It's, it's like this weathered box. It looks like it's been sitting in a mud puddle for that is you know, awesome. a year, and it comes with all this really cool stuff. Um, people have probably seen this. VHS tape. Oh, yeah, that's, it's got that's a, a VHS awesome. tape, which is the most interesting thing in the kit. And um, but basically, it's it's season five with a few extra little things to make the kit more interesting. And um, basically, it has these printouts of little brochures. Oh, okay. This kind of little stuff that their little creative department obviously worked on for that's a couple awesome. of weeks. Yeah. You know, to put <laughs> out. Yeah. And um, but the cool thing is, if I can get to it here, is it comes with this set of patches in case you're so obsessed with this show that you want to actually buy a Dharma jumpsuit. Wow. Which I'm not quite there yet. It comes with these patches, oh, which is like man. the chef patch, the Dar- the Swan logo nice. patch. And this one, I forget what it's for. It's like the star patch. And I, I know people are going to kill me because I can't remember what the star is for. And the lamppost. Oh, wow. Patch. I didn't get the 
limited edition submarine patch oh. that comes in some of the kits. So there's a limited edition patch. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there's like these, some of the kits have that extra patch in there with them. And that's, then of course, that's pretty impressive, you know. Yeah. And then it comes with the regular season five stuff. And wow. There. But it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, I think it's a little bit more expensive than the regular DVD yeah. set. So I don't know that I would recommend that people buy it. Just for the VHS, it's, it's the a novelty matches. type thing, but it's yeah. it is. It, it, I mean, it's it's pretty cool because it's very, yeah. very much what you would think if you were there on the island right. and you found this. I mean, yeah, it's really it's, cool. It's a very cool piece of lost memorabilia, I think. So I'm yeah. I'm glad to have it. But I wanted to let people know that it was pretty darn cool. Yeah, I actually there was a um, oddly enough, I was walking through the mall this summer, and there's a brand out there that's lost. It's really, called, it's, yeah, it's, and it, I don't, I don't think it has any affiliation with, uh, with the, show. the show. But uh, it says, uh, it says lost across. You know, a lot of the shirts just say lost across the front. And I bought this bluish teal color shirt that says lost across the front, and everybody's like, "Oh, I love lost clothes." And I'm like, "No, I love lost TV show," yeah. <laughs> and it just happens to have the name on there. So, right. yeah. so it's it's kind of cool. I mean, you know, you're cooler than that. I wondered if I was wondering if maybe they were jumping on like the. You know, it became so popular because of the show, kind of like this whole Twilight thing. Like now you can get oh, like yeah. Twilight dolls and, <laughs> yeah. you know, everything's a vampire, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was just kind of cool to see that too. And I yeah. had to buy the shirt. Yeah. And there's been very little coming out re- in regard to season six. Of course, right. we talked about in the last show all the hints that were dropped at Comic Con and mm-hmm. since then about season six. But I think we'll save any talk about potential season six plot points and all that stuff for later. Yeah. Because we're so close to the end of the show, why bother? Right, you know, just right. wait. We'll watch 16 episodes and we'll know yeah. all those answers. I mean, I think, I mean, it, to be probably fair to what we're going to be talking about tonight, there probably will be some speculation. Right, right. To, but it's not plot points, but it's character yeah. for season six. I mean, right. I, I, at least in my my mind, that yeah, it's, you know, it has it's to be. To, everything's fair game here. And, yeah. and I'll break it down. Basically, we've, we've made a list mostly by character, mm-hmm. but also um, there's some general lists about the island, some of the different stations. Right. Um, but we're going to try to have an exhaustive conversation about the unanswered mysteries of Lost. Yeah. A lot of this information comes from Lostpedia. They have a great comprehensive list, pretty much the only comprehensive list I could find that was actually up to date. Yeah. For the unsolved mysteries, there's a lot of, of the information show. there. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. But um, I've actually gone through. There are a few they didn't have that I added to the list. Um, I stripped out some of the ones to me weren't really mysteries yeah. that needed to be answered. Um, and we had asked for feedback, and for those uh, calls and emails, I wanted to make sure and get their most important, sure, you know, mystery. But for us, we're actually going to try to talk about a lot of the mysteries yeah not yeah. just our biggest ones i mean and i'm i'm probably going to be i may even add to the mystery because some of these things that i was reading i'm going first off a lot of them i was like oh yeah that did you know that is oh still you know there's a lot of them yeah. like that and then others i'm going my theory is no better now than it was when i first was introduced to the mystery yeah, right you know there's and, some mysteries that they introduced and haven't even touched at, at all since then yeah. yeah so you ready to dig into the list guys let's jump yeah. in all right Okay, we're going to start with Charlie. Um, the main uh, two things that they have about him was, you know, how did he end up in the fuselage with the other survivors when we were shown in, in the actual first couple of episodes that he was actually in the front of the plane mm-hmm. when it crashed. Right. He was in the front of the plane in the bathroom, I think, when it crashed. Mm-hmm. So how did he end up with everybody else in the middle part of the plane? 
Yeah, um, because wasn't he? He was in the restroom mm-hmm. uh, and when it, the whole thing first started, and then he came out of the restroom. Right, and uh, he was, and he hit the floor right by the door of the right. restroom, and that cart slammed right right up against him. But I don't, they never did they ever show him going back to his seat or anything? No, they did not. See, I, that's what my understanding is that he was actually in the front of the plane when it crashed. Yeah. Yeah, that that was mine as well. Yeah, uh, so some the, the mystery that people are thinking is that they thought that he was sitting in the back, which he was. He was sitting in, in the, the back, yeah, somewhere else. But he was in the front. He was in the front of the crashed. plane when they crashed. Right. Bec- and, uh, to, I mean, doesn't that kind of explain the mystery? I mean, no, that is the mystery. All the mysteries that oh, he, he didn't ever got back to his seat is what you're saying, and that's where yeah. Well, remember whenever they went to the find the front part of the plane, they mm-hmm. found the pilot. It was up at a huge angle, and they had to climb up into it. Charlie should have been there, mm-hmm. not with the re- the plane where everybody else was. Well, the, the you had the tellies, yeah, which was where he was sitting. I'm not sure where he was sitting. Well, okay. Yeah, the, the main issue is just that he wasn't actually with the part of the plane that he was in when it crashed. I think we are probably supposed to assume he was thrown. You know, I mean, he yeah. wasn't strapped so in. So maybe anything. there's no mystery at all. I mean, I I, I read that and I'm going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand it, but you see the dude getting thrown around. I mean, yeah. he could end up anywhere as, yeah. a, you know, as a plane rips apart. You it know? could be that there's they're not trying to make us think there's a mystery involved with that. It could just be one of those things that happened, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, I went I went down that path because that was just kind of my easy answer. And then the yeah. other way is going, well, he has so much to do with the show. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered where he was at on the plane. He would have ended up there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, which, that's a huge mystery. Why those people? Why, you know? Uh, why did the others others not make it, and why did they right. get selected? And there has been a whole lot said about ones were chosen and others mm-hmm. weren't. You know, so I don't know. I think in my mind, I just said, okay, he was out of a seat. You know, he he had he been sitting down, yeah, he might have ended up in another group, but he wasn't. Mm-hmm. He was in this section. He was thrown, and that's what happened. Okay, you know? yeah, I'm fine with that as well. Um, so. The next one is why or how did Charlie appear to Hurley after he was supposedly dead? Hmm. Yeah, that that kind of tripped me out. But see, this isn't the first time Hurley's had mm-hmm. that type of like those visions with see, people, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I don't know if it was something that was directly related to Hurley's abilities rather than what Charlie's doing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, it seemed to me like it was almost something that was Hurley's uh, uh, gifts, quote unquote. Right. Seems uh, like there's always a message through those dead people to Hurley. So maybe well, that's, yeah, I don't know. The, you know. the thing is though, the, when he was at the hospital, you know, after he got off the yeah. Island, somebody said, there's someone here to see you. Yeah. And he went out and it was Charlie. It's and true. Charlie said, you know, I may be dead, but I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think it's like some mental or special power Hurley has. Otherwise, nobody else would have saw Charlie. Yeah, I think we actually, you and I did discuss that at, the, at on the episode, was that right. someone else did see him. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, hmm. And I think that's probably a big part of the mystery of the show. Yeah. As to why Charlie was visible to Hurley or what happened to Charlie even though he died. Why was he still visible to people? Yeah, I mean my mind automatically goes to mush when I think about it, but like the, when we talked about the time travel type thing, Uh but in that, in that segment where we see Hurley, we don't know, we don't know exactly when that is or is not, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I mean, it could be 
and I'm here goes theory. Oh man, you know <laughs> you're gonna melt my yeah. totally blow my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna blow my own mind, and it may, <laughs> but it could be post the the detonation of this bomb that happened. You know, it could yeah. be post that, right? And he's that's already taken place. Everything else is already done. Yeah, Charlie's there to talk about. Hey, we got you. Got to go back. Right. You know, so it's almost a flash forward to, you know, I, I think I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I actually had this thought today. I was watching an episode from season five and, um, I had this thought of, you know, we talked about this theory of if season six begins with them landing in Los Angeles, right. like this never happened. Right. Maybe all that stuff we saw was our, back then exactly. with Jack, Kate and Hurley was actually their lives after landing as if nothing happened. Exactly. It wasn't them. <laughs> going to the island, then getting off. Mm-hmm. It was them landing yeah, um, and never having been to the island exactly. at all. Exactly. But then Jack talks about, we got to go back, Kate. You know, maybe he has some knowledge. That's, that's what I was saying. They may know what mm-hmm. they came from. Right. And and desire to, go, you know, that to go back. We need to go back for right. whatever reason. But I started thinking about that because, I mean, Charlie looked good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like some like, Bummed he looked out. Like a rock star. He looked like rock. Yeah. yeah, it looked like he got back. He was celebrated. Right. He was lifted up. The hero, the rock star, is alive. You right. know, or, or not alive. Remember, if he would never crashed, right. they were made a comeback tour. Right. You know, it happened. Yeah, he's this rock star. I would love it if that could happen, mm-hmm. but I don't know how in the world they'd explain it. I don't know either. Blowing everybody's mind. Yeah. So, I kind of hope they they do explain it because that would be really interesting. Yeah. In television. Yeah. But. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of is like we freaked out because and Hurley, you know, well, what kind of, I guess, messes with us in that theory is that Hurley thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. So, but maybe Hurley is certifiable at that point. Right. Because he is got this almost like deja vu type, you know, remembers the past, but in and is living a reality yeah. And, and, and what happened right. to him, Charlie died, mm-hmm. but it really didn't happen that way. Right. You know, so he says, no man, you're dead. And he's like, no, no, you think that, but I'm not, right. you know. Now that actually brings <clears throat> up something really interesting. And this is uh, relates to the season five DVDs. There's, um, the very first episode of season five, there's a commentary with, you know, Damon and Carl, mm-hmm. the big wigs on the show. And they talk about, um, you know, when, the guy, the lawyers show up at Kate's house and yes. they want to do a blood test mm-hmm. to see if Aaron's really her son. And after that's done, um, they make a comment about how odd it is that Kate still has this flighty mentality. Mm-hmm. Her instinct is to run. Yeah. Um, and how it's really odd that she's like that despite um, being freed of her charges and all this stuff, almost as if they're dropping a hint mm-hmm. that what <clears throat> we just talked about, <clears throat> that this stuff we're seeing isn't a post island crash right. Kate. It's a post landing in Los Angeles Kate. Okay. You know? Yeah. You want me to <laughs> now let's go with me on this. this is, <laughs> okay. Well, let's go back to Claire. Okay? okay. Claire in the beginning is, is she's pregnant. She's going to get rid of this baby. Mm-hmm. They come to her and say, I've got a couple in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. a couple's Jack and Kate. Oh my gosh. Because a Christian knows Jack is his son, right. obviously. So he set it up so that Aaron would come to... And he would still have his grandson. He would still have his grandson. Wow. 
So that and that would explain a lot. Yeah. Because that would explain why the events surrounding Claire and her adoption and the psychic and all that stuff seemed so orchestrated. Mm-hmm. Because Jack's dad somehow knew what was going on. Right. And orchestrated all this stuff. Yeah. So that Jack would and end, Kate would, would end, end up, up with getting the, the kid. With Aaron. Yeah, getting Aaron. Yeah, getting Aaron. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sure there's something there that <laughs> I'm not there, able there's to gotta be a, It would be crazy, though. I mean, you think about that. It's well, going, the, yeah, the fact that mm. Jack and Kate didn't know each other before the plane ride. Yeah. But how long <laughs> after, how long are we going to catch up with them? You know what I'm saying? That's it's true. like. Like Christian knew this, the future. Yeah, like because Christian's that, obviously this weird character in this right. whole thing, you know. He knew that something would happen during that flight that was going to change everything right. and that Jack and Kate would eventually be together, would and, know each other, and then therefore could could adopt Aaron. Well, he pretty much, pre- well, not him, but they predicted exactly what happened with Claire's baby. Mm-hmm. That baby is in L.A. Mm-hmm. with a couple, you know. Yeah, true. Whether Claire delivered him or not, mm-hmm. it still happened. Right. You know, and that was the plan in the beginning. Man. You know, see, I would. That's another thing I would love to see happen, and I hope they go that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it would take some really clever writing to pull it, it off. It make so. a lot of sense of why Claire also was also okay with it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, your baby's going to be with your brother, Jack. Yeah, I'm your dad. You know. Yeah, it's all taken care of. You know, we were all like, "What in the world, yeah. Claire? What are you doing? <laughs> it's your baby." But as she knew, that was who it was supposed to be with. Right. You know, there would be a. You know, she would. There, I don't know. And here's why the psychic had to be involved because Claire had already met Christian at the airport or sometime. I don't remember where this was mm-hmm. in the timeline, but she met Christian, said she didn't want to see him again, didn't yeah. want anything to do with him. Yeah. Christian goes to the psychic, exactly. says, here's what I need you to do. Here's $6,000 to give to her. Yeah. Get her on a plane to Los Angeles yep. now. Yep. Okay. That's a great segue into our next person, which is Claire. Okay. Um, and that's a great segue into the first point. Was the psychic telling Mr. Echo the truth about being a fraud? Mm-hmm. If so, why did he refuse to take Claire's money and give her $6,000 and a free plane t- t- ticket to Los Angeles? We just kind of talked about yes, that. Yes, we did. But why did he tell Mr. Echo he was a fraud? And was he telling the truth? You know, I mean, you and I, I think we even talked about this at the beginning. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, I, I think at I think in our theory then was, or mine was at least, is that he wasn't, but he didn't want to, like he had done something that was against what he believed. Mm-hmm. Even, you know, it's kind of like a, he had a moral code and, and he said, I'm a fraud. Maybe what he did with Claire was totally just fraud. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Echo himself, in the same sense, was claiming to be something that he wasn't, right. But, right. <clears throat> but became Right. You know, and it was kind of the same similar situation. I mean, maybe I, I believe the the psychic had the ability to, to see things, mm-hmm. but yet he really felt bad because of the circumstances that he was under with Claire. I, be, I mean, I truly believe there's going to be some type of thing come out where obviously Christian or somebody orchestrated that whole deal with the psychic and right. Claire, you know, yeah. and he was addressing that issue right. with Echo. And who knows if he's really a, if he's really a psychic, he knew Mr. Echo. Right. He knew what, you know, what he had he probably getting to see the type of person he was. Right. And, you know, yeah, know. that could be totally. And that, that makes more sense than any of the information we've been given so far. Sure. So that's for sure. 
Okay, what was the implant that was inserted into Claire while she was being held by the others? Hmm, yeah, I read that, and I was just trying to think. Uh, I don't know, tracking device? Yeah, see here. I had some information about it I was looking up because I didn't remember an implant being put into her other than I remember them talking about how there was an implant in her that they were going to activate or mm-hmm. something like that. And um, it was part of a plan by Ben uh, to make Juliet appear trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really put a whole lot of stock into it. I thought it was just kind of something that was convenient at the time yeah. to put in there. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't really consider it a huge mystery. No, I, I didn't. I mean, when I read it, I was kind of trying to even remember what the heck, when, and, yeah. you know, so. So not really important. No, really. I'm, it might come back to be the whole story of yeah. loss. Like the implant was an <laughs> the island. The implant was the secret. <laughs> it. Yeah. It, it, it's what brought them back <laughs> to L.A. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed the whole show. Well, Michael, what do you think about that? What do you think of the implant? What do you think of the implant, Michael? Was it in her breast? <laughs> no, no, no. It was not breast no. implants. We're going to throw that out right now. Yeah, and uh, no. I'm thinking same thing, probably tracking device or just probably just, probably just filler, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Just something, one of those things where you're going, they're going, hey, I think this will actually work for the story. Let's say that this is what Julia had, had to do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Okay, next. I'm going to try to read Michael in on the things that are like yeah, the most totally no weird answer. and no yeah. answer. And he'd be like, um, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. See how well he can, <laughs> he can think on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why did she abandon Aaron? Yeah, I, I kind of just talked about my theory on that is if it's explained to her like we just maybe mm-hmm. in our, well, in our little world figured out. <laughs> I mean, if, if, if I'm, I got, I mean, I'm a father too. And if somebody comes to me and says, no, I'm actually going to I'm you know going to send your son with your brother mm-hmm. there's a whole different thought there something's gonna go down Aaron will be in a lot of trouble unless right. your brother your brother's getting off this island mm-hmm. and he, Kate and him's gonna raise him yeah or, well Kate my brother he's like yes I'm hooking up with Kate but <laughs> you know like your brother your brother and your, your sister-in-law are going to raise him until right. later until a point where we can all get off here but mm-hmm. this is how it's got to work right now I'd be like it's the okay. best possible yeah. situation. Oh yeah. yeah. I'd right. be, I'd be at peace with that. Yeah, I agree too. But if we, if that's not part of the answer, mm-hmm. why else do you think she could possibly leave him and be okay with it? Oh man. I don't know. You got any theories yourself? No, that's, it's one of the weirdest parts of the show for me. Yeah. There would have to be a really good reason oh, yeah. to why she would just all of a sudden change. Yeah. And have no interest in Aaron whatsoever and be this weird, you know, sitting in the cabin with Christian mm-hmm. laughing and giggling. And yeah. Watching it was like really weird. SpongeBob, yeah. whatever's yeah. going on in that cabin. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any that it has to be something either huge in the way of comfort or huge in the way of like possession. Yeah. Right, you know, like total, like her mind's not in control anymore. Mm-hmm. Like now, she isn't control being controlled by Esau or yeah. something. You know, right. something <laughs> huge. You know, which Michael's really confused right now because <laughs> he hasn't seen the season five finale yeah. yet. So. <laughs> but he, he he does know the character uh, yeah. Jacob and the other guy. That's what they call kind Esau. Of break in and and say where you thought maybe when um, she let him go so so easily off the island was. The others were still always after um, mm-hmm. Aaron. her, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, like you said, the theory that you had, 
is true that Jack and and um, Kate was going to be off the island, and she just knew in her heart, you know, it's finally going to be away. at peace, and, it, and you know, right. yeah. But, I don't know. That's, that's what makes sense to me now where I'm yeah. at in the show. It was a very hostile moments that Claire was going through at that time with, with Aaron and, and just the whole Island was going through. So, yeah. Well, wasn't that about the same time? Didn't all that stuff happen around the time Charlie died? It was shortly after. Yeah. Like the beginning of, was a season end of season three or four when Charlie died? Four, I think. It was like the Four. very end. And yeah. The first episode of the next season was yeah. when Claire found out. Yeah. And I couldn't remember when all of that took place. It wasn't too long after that. You're right. Okay. But yeah, that whole thing with Aaron like laying in the jungle and then hearing him crying and finding him and stuff just really weird to me. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> the next thing is why was she acting so strangely in the scene whenever she was sitting in the cabin with Christian Shepherd? So why did Christian bring her there in the first place? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got to convince myself that it was not... We see it as crazy because we don't know what was said. Mm-hmm. If it was said something to the effect of what I think, it's not necessarily crazy well, behavior. Well, no, she was, she was like... It was like she was high or something. She was giggly and her eyes were kind mm-hmm. of moving around weird and well, that, it was just weird. Yeah, I'm just, you know, having a little fun, a <laughs> little party, you know. <laughs> got to do something like Yeah, I mean, come on, you're in a cabin <laughs> on an island. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was our party cabin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to come out. Cheech and Chong will be in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That is true. I do remember the little, you know, I don't know. It could be Yeah. Shoot, I don't know. I it could be her detoxing from the, the serum they were giving her. Yeah. And, That's not a bad point. You know, I was like, yeah. they're, they're like trying to, she's cause obviously we've seen her loopy before. Maybe the implant was activated and that made her, yeah, really loopy, and maybe and that's made what, her abandon. That's what. Well, maybe that's what Christian had told her too. Look, you're about to lose control. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, they're going to activate you need to come this in thing. Where it's safe, girl. Yeah, come yeah. into the cabin. <laughs> come into the cabin. Everybody's man. at the cabin. It's the cabin, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, but maybe that was maybe it was an active. It was activated, and she was having the side effects of the activation, right. and you just know. totally lost control yeah. of herself. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. And the um, what was the other lady that was there before? Julia, wait, Danielle, Danielle before, yeah. Danielle said that she was going to be sick, right after she Is went she, to the others and everything. That she was going to die. She was going to get the sickness, yeah, yeah, the sickness. Right. So maybe the implant is what was going to give her the sickness if yeah, it was we, activated or whatever. We thought about that a lot, long time ago as well. We said something to the effect of, like maybe, maybe what they're giving her is giving her this sickness. You know, no, like true. you know, it's right. like we kind of talked about like mm-hmm. they're claiming to be protecting her, but. They're all, maybe they're actually killing her with right. this, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good point. Maybe what, what they gave her was part of that sickness because right. well, I'm sure we're going to get to the sickness, right? Cause that we is will, a mystery sure. and a oh, half. Yeah. So we'll, the next thing, where is Claire now? She's in the cabin, dog. <laughs> she ain't leaving the cabin for a long no. time. Man. Once you go cabin, you don't go back, you know? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I think it's, it pretty much probably comes down to the fact that she's doing other stuff and she can't be involved with the show right now or yeah. couldn't have been involved with the show last season. Right. But they've got to have a reason for explaining where she's been all this time. Yeah, yeah. It, well, once again, it's very easily explained when it comes down to if they're if on the island is no time at all. Right. 
And then she comes back and's like, well, I'm missing, you know, and she's yeah. outside the island. She's not missed a day, you right. know? So it's really yeah. easy. It's like, a, well, we don't have to pay for a year. We can write it off. You know, right. no big That's deal. true. Kind of like know? what they said they were going to do with Walt. <clears throat> yeah. Which kind of backfired. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And you know, that she comes out and you know, what have you been doing, Claire? And she's like, what happens in the cabin stays in the <laughs> yeah. cabin. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, uh, you know, the last thing about Claire, will she ever find out that she and Jack are brother and sister? I think that's a given. Yeah. She has to. I think she already knows. It's like drama gold right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no big mystery there, I don't think. Moving on. And Jack her, already knows. Oh, go ahead. Jack already knows. Right. We know that. And I, th- I believe Claire knows too. You think so? Well, I believe that's part of the conversation. I remember I told you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> I know you that could be. You're not like Evan in your mind. That's a Dr. Phil moment, and you do not want to see, see the show go there. Like you yeah. say, Claire, I want you to sit down for a moment. Yeah, Claire, let I'm me gonna, tell, you about, tell you tell, tell you about, about the birds and the bees. Yeah, your daddy's going to tell you about your brother. <laughs> you know Jack. You know. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I, I don't know, man. I hope there's a segment called Dr. Phil in season six, and it's you mean like an episode called Dr. Yeah, Phil? like I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, like an episode in season six called Dr. Phil, and Dr. Phil guest host. And he goes through the characters and talks their problems out. Yeah. Now that's good writing. We find out Dr. Phil was one of the people on the plane mm. and he's been inhabited and possessed by the smoke monster this whole time. Oh man. Beautiful. Yeah. You should be on yeah. the show. Claire, we need to talk. <laughs> that's awesome. Anyway, man, we're going to get in we're, trouble here. No kidding. Hurley. Hurley. One mystery with Hurley, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Um, not related to the numbers. Okay. Um, actually it is related to the numbers. What's the real cause of the bad luck that he and Sam Toomey experienced because of the numbers? Um, is there a curse associated with the numbers? Is it coincidence? There have been people saying that they're never going to address the issue of the numbers. Mm. That that's just something that we're supposed <clears throat> to you know, use our imaginations with. Oh, gosh. First off... If that happens, I'm probably going to be upset because it was yeah. such a huge deal. That's what drew me into the show. Yeah, such a huge deal. And I don't see how you just leave that. Yeah. But the bad luck thing, I mean, I almost fell into the line of like whatever I was telling Hurley. I mean, it was there was a ton of stuff that was going on, but... It's almost like if you focus on something long enough, enough it becomes reality, mm-hmm. you know. And those two guys were obsessing, yeah, over it, right. you know, and and everything, you know. It was like, oh my gosh, this happens in the numbers, da da da. da. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a lot of coincidences, but but I think there has to be more to that, you know. It has to be more than that because it was such a huge thing, even on the hatch, you know. I mean, right. It's it's just too much. I don't have yeah a theory, but and we've talked about have we talked about the whole that Valenzetti equation stuff with the numbers. You just blew my I, mind. No, I don't understand it at all. But I know that there's some equation that people talk about these numbers fitting into somehow. Oh, really? But my problem is that's never mm. been addressed on the show. Yeah. <clears throat> and if they really expect us to be able to assimilate that as part of the story, yeah. they need to explain it in some way. Some way. It's not just some mystery they can leave out because it was such a huge part of the story for yeah. most of season one. Yeah, that that is... I mean, the fact that you even said that they may not go back and address that was just, oh, it's just disappointing, you yeah. know? I really hope that there better be something about the numbers yeah. in season six. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, Hurley's whole character is wrapped around that. Right. Yeah, that's part of his huge hangout yeah, yeah. is with those numbers. Yeah. So to not address it to me really is totally not acceptable. Yeah. As far as any, uh, you know, solving mysteries to the numbers, I have nothing because there hasn't really been anything given. Right. Absolutely nothing. Right. 
Jack, I have one mystery for him as well. Um, and it's not even a very good mystery. It's why he left party of five. No, no. Oh, it's, was there any significance to him wanting the, I think her name was Achara, the girl he met in Mm -hmm. somewhere. I forget the tattoo. Why he wanted the tattoo so bad. That whole episode blew my mind. I I mean, just, I was going, it almost had the feeling that, that they were trying to make it like a, this big, huge deal but there was never any kind of like reason behind it. And I kept thinking like, am I missing something? You know? Yeah. Cause he's like, put it on me, you know, <laughs> put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm like, you're going to beat yeah. her up because she's going to tat you, you know? It's, yeah. And uh, the fact that they made it a big deal about the explanation mm-hmm. of, you know, he mo- walks among us, but he is not one of us or something like that. Yeah. Like there better be some reason why they did that. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if Jack comes out to be, a character on this island that was walking among them that wasn't actually one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? If he was somehow a part of the 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 group, but also had more, you know, more to do with the outside or the whole Christian, you know, right. the family line that we talked about. You know, we talked about the family lineage of the island. Right. Yeah. Uh, if that comes out, then it make it'll make more sense. Um, you know, you knew was talking about that weird little yeah. theory, how like maybe Jack's family is somehow tied to this island and that that's why Christian was there. That's why, you know, that somehow we'll find out that this whole family line had something to do with this island. It was about bringing that family back, you okay. know, and, and, okay. and I mean that if that was a tat, you know, whatever, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. And yeah. you said it at the time when we were recording, you're like, I think it was more that he had a tattoo on his arm and they were trying to explain yeah. like some kind of sense out of it. People were making a big deal about his tattoo. It had like the five and the triangles around it or something. And I'm telling you it's party of five. Yeah, it, that's what I think yeah, too. But, yeah. <laughs> but people wanted an explanation and so I think that's why they did it. I think it's, it was interesting in the notes he said something about it. it was, it's written in like Japanese or some, something, something, yeah. but where he was at was not yeah it was like thailand or, yeah, yeah. it's like so it's not good you know? got a translator yeah yeah anyway yeah, i don't think that's really i don't really care if they explain why he wanted the tattoo really no, badly or not. i could care less kate i only had came up with one mystery with her and that was why she kept seeing that same black horse mm, yeah over and over again i was thinking of that scene the other day I, the, a lot i was thinking about all the time she's seen it and then how she recognized it. It's like she almost recognized it when she saw it the first time. Mm-hmm. Like when she jumped out, it's like she had already seen that horse. It wasn't something that she was seeing for the first time. because right, it caught her attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then on the island, you know, she chased it down and she even got the, you know, she touched it. You know, it, it doesn't make a, a whole lot of sense what it means. But it to me, it would be something interesting if it was, some, uh, they showed how she, came to know it to begin with like right if it was something from the childhood you mm-hmm. know or it was i don't know but i mean a black horse you know running through the streets and then running through the island it was it, they made it kind of a huge mystery out of it and turned out to be yeah nothing at this so point. far yeah and i was also thinking you know looking through the, this list imagine you really get a sense of how many uh, mysteries have been answered mm-hmm. when we look at this list because if you think back to like season one and the mystery, like a little toy airplane. Right, yeah. And the safety deposit box and stuff, which I'm not really sure we ever got a, a real answer to that. It was just a sentimental thing from being a kid is why it meant so much to her. Yeah. But all of those little mysteries that we have gotten answers to, and I think it's it's easy to forget 
that there have been a lot of answers. Yeah. Yeah. And it may be something that, uh, easy like that, like they address it and go, <clears throat> you know, it was a symbol, you know, that this horse was something that when she was in trouble, yeah. always would show up and it's because of X, you know, I right. mean, but I mean, even if I never found out about the horse, yeah, I'd be okay with that one too. Right. And I, I also think there are a lot of these little mysteries that will be solved once we find out the nature of the island and of Jacob and all this stuff and how it all ties into everything. Mm-hmm. It'll kind of clear up a lot of these sure. little fringe I agree. mysteries, I think. I agree. Next is Libby. Um, first off, was Libby's meeting with Desmond, you know, where she gave him the boat, was mm-hmm. that a coincidence? What happened that orchestrated that whole event? The meeting, say the, the meeting with the Desmond and... When she met him at the, I forget where they were at, but they were having coffee. They sat down and talked for a while. She told him about her husband dying. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And he yeah. Told, him about wanting to do, told her about wanting to do the race around the world, mm-hmm. and she gave him the boat to do it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what if that meeting, going back to my original thought, was taking place post-landing? But he was gearing up for the race, though. Well, you don't, yeah, yeah, but what does that matter? I mean, I, I mean, I guess they could do anything, really, but because I don't know. once again, she looked completely different, right? You know what I'm saying? Like she didn't look like crazy girl in the psych ward. She didn't look like girl on island. She looked like a psychologist. I mean, right. she looked like someone that was yeah. You know? Now you know what. Uh, there might be some way to disprove this, but what if the the scene we saw where Libby was in the mental institution mm-hmm. was actually in the future? Could she be. lands with the knowledge of what happened. Could be. Freaks her out, and she ends up going to the mental institution, the same one where Hurley was at after yeah. he got off the island. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, that can make a, a lot of sense, too, because that would explain <clears throat> that would explain why they don't know each other really on, on the, the island. island. Right. Because, see, we were putting all that psych, that psych word stuff prior to them going. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's post-landing. Yeah, it could be. I think they're, they'd have to do a lot of backpedaling because I think there was stuff that made it really clear that it was before the plane crash ever happened. Like uh, the fact that the whole reason Hurley was in that particular mental institution was because of the the collapsing porch on the back of the house and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was clearly a separate event. Yeah, but we don't know that that event didn't happen after the landing. Except for when they crashed on the island, Hurley told Jack that he was in the mental institution yeah, before. because he was. But not after the landing. Because it had happened that other way. Right. But after... After the, they crashed, everything was everything different. Everything changed. Okay, I could buy that. Okay. Yeah. Um, why was Libby in this? We just talked about this. Why was she in the same mental institution as Hurley? Did she remember him? And if so, why didn't she tell him that she remembered him from the institution? Yeah. So let's pretend that our other theory doesn't exist. Okay. If Libby was actually in the mental institution with Hurley mm-hmm. before the crash ever happened, why didn't she tell him she remembered who he was? You know, I... I when that was going on, I was trying to think make, maybe she had moved past that point in her life, you know, like mm-hmm. there was, and, and I almost had to think that there had to be some type of like catastrophic event that put her there because she, she, she seemed like 
manic. She was pretty like, messed just up. messed up right. in there. So I don't know if, you know, I mean, literally, I, I know I keep going back to our theory, but like it takes an event like we just seen unfold in her life where she's right. killed. Yeah. And her remembering that to put her in that state. Right. You know, so I can't hardly veer from that. So, so I'm so stuck on that. I can't hardly look past that now because I mean, yeah, she it's was kind of hurting me now. Actually. She was yeah. jacked up. I mean, let's, I mean, let's face it. Libby was a mess. Yeah, And we there. haven't seen anything from her past that would explain why she was in a mental institution. Nothing. So either it's just an unfortunate side effect of her not wanting to be involved with the show anymore mm-hmm. or there's something else to be learned. Right. Right. So, uh, last thing. Why was Libby on Australia in the first place? Is mm. that a mystery? Do we really care? I don't think. I mean, I'm sure it's a mystery to a certain degree, but I. I mean, obviously, because I don't know the answer, but I don't think it matters to the show. Right. Yeah. 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 On to Locke. No. Oh, <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> How or why was Locke cured of his paralysis after the crash? Do we have any theories on that yet? Do we have we had any information as to how that possibly happened? Yes, because the paralysis happened after they landed. Wait a minute. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Dude, you're gonna blow my mind. No, with no, stuff. Yeah. no, no, no. I, I, I still, I'm wondering if. I mean, I, I, the whole thing about Locke with him being so special and stuff like that and the healing powers of the island mm-hmm. and all that, I'm sure we're going to talk about. Right. But it seems like there's more of a a logical reason other than just mysterious powers. It has to be, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I keep going back to. There like, has to, to be. You mean like there's, it's not a mes- metaphysical kind of spiritual thing that's happening. There's something physically happening that caused him to be able to walk. It seems it, because I've went the other way for so long, but mm-hmm. there's been that's been so like left alone mm-hmm. that I almost have to go back the other way because before a while right. everything to me was like supernatural. Great point. So let's talk about that okay. for a minute. Um, and that one of our voicemails kind of alludes to this later on. Okay. But for season one of Lost is kind of an island to itself. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a different show than every other season. Right. And you're exactly right because it was all about. The spiritual, metaphysical, mysterious things happening and the connection Locke had with the island. Right. Every other season has been much more um, physical Mm -hmm. and real world type stuff. And it's really depressing sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, because I've watched, I've gone back and watched, um, I got the season six uh, iTunes package and it came with the recap of season one, mm-hmm. which came out right before season two aired. Right. So it was really, it was done before season two even existed. Right. And you could tell they were focusing solely on season one. Right. They weren't worried about the future episodes. And it was amazing what a different show and maybe even a better show. Yeah. Yeah. Than it is now. And, but you hit the nail on the head. It was all about the mysterious, uh, metaphysical stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the stuff that draw, drew me into the show. Right. And then I slowly, because of my love for season one, mm-hmm. I've slowly had this roller coaster of a ride where I even got to the point where at times, not to down the show at all, but there was right. times where I was very disappointed because yeah. I had that extreme high of season one. Right. And it was just kind of, was just forgotten about. 
Right. And I'm hoping somehow, because we know that they had the beginning and the end mm-hmm. of the show, somehow season six is a great completion right. to and, that. Yeah, you know? and, and all of the hints about season six being very similar to season one right. have gotten me really excited about that. Yeah, and they're right, they were writing it, they were in the, and they had it together. Right. You know, so it'd be really weird for them to write something really like this in the beginning and right. then, then just change it by the end. Yeah. And it also you know? stands to reason that the, the bookends of the series would be the strongest of right. all of them. Yeah. Because they obviously know the beginning is very important and the ending is very important. That's yeah. So that's, I'm really hoping season six is just going to blow us out of the water. Here. And I think it will. I really do. Yeah. I got, I got, I got a, a lot of uh, faith in what they've, they, right. they've done. So. Me too. On, um, the John Locke thing is, um, healing of, paralysis mm-hmm. also the lady that um was the husband and the wife Rose. they were yeah, Rose, she, was, yeah. she had her cancer right is right. that what it was and she yep. was healed of that when she was on the island as well yep so i was kind of thinking putting that two and two together wasn't there a um huge magnetic pool thing too going on there oh yeah uh-huh. actually we talked about that how like there's when they were over in australia there was this they said they, there's yeah. certain places in the world that have crazy right. energy right right and that that's where she would have to be to yeah. be healed. That, exactly. that that shack she went to was one of them, right? But there were other places, other places. as well, right? And yeah. to me, the one thing is like I'm going. Not only is there other places in the world that have this energy, but there's a place that generates this energy, right? And that's the island. That's the um, the, the whatever, energy UG, they talked about yeah. drilling into. Exactly. Yeah. And and, and to me, that's why they. If, if that's the case, that makes sense because they are at the source of the energy. I mean, you can't have I mean, sickness right. and all this right. stuff if you're at the source. I mean, the people are being healed by being on a flare of it. Yeah. You know, so right. they're at the source. And that's how I've kind of put it together in my mind. That's the explanation right. to me. Jack with alcoholism, Trolley with uh, drugs. I mean, yeah. they both right. was able to, like, as soon as they get to the island, um, as soon as they was at the island, Jack... He didn't drink anymore, you know. He, he wasn't. was Jack drinking before the they crashed. Um, let's I see. I don't remember him really talking about him drinking much. Yeah, know. well, yeah, his marriage busted up. Yeah, his first marriage, and he was going outside. Oh, that's and he right. Was pretty. Yeah, tore he was up. pretty messed yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, you, I, mean, I think you're right. I think that's something too. It's like we talked about how all through this series, how people were faced with their demons right. immediately. But like, once again, maybe that energy source is what causes these people to be able to be rid of <clears throat> any yeah. impurity. That now that's, this is a good time to talk about it as any, that whole, you know, energy source mm-hmm. explains a lot. It explains sure. why the Dharma initiative was there more than likely what's brought the others there. Uh, what's brought people to that Island in general. Mm hmm. And what's possibly healed all these people of these issues they have? Yeah. Um, do we have any theories as to what that is? What that energy source is? I mean, there's a part of me that wants to. I mean, wants to go down the whole. I know we talked in time travel and all that stuff, and there is an element to that. But they've said something to the effect that it's not about time travel. Uh, mm-hmm. Is it? Uh, but it makes me almost think that. And once again, we're, th- uh, we're going to get into the time travel thing, but like the linear time, you know, how you got beginning and end type situation that the people traveled back to almost, almost the beginning mm-hmm. and that the pure, the purest time of the earth, you know, where that energy was like, 
back when it, you know, you say, let's say God created the world and there's this energy and everything is beautiful and everything's right. great and things pure. But through the time in history, it's died off. You know, as you look through the, you know, now at 2010, we are at a place where the world looks completely different than right. it did when it was created. <clears throat> right. You know, and if there were some type of time, time travel type element that they were back, you know, mm-hmm. that that energy, it's always, it's like a light, a flashlight. If I shine it, I shine it out into the dark, the closest you get to my light is the brightest point. Mm-hmm. But that light ends over there. There's, it's, <clears throat> it's still there, but it's very dim. You know what I'm right. saying? You still have a little bit of light. There's still a little bit of healing powers, yeah. but it's barely, it's barely there. It's almost like they t- went back closer to their the original source. Original yeah. source. And it, it's very primitive there. I mean, it, it really has telltale signs of a very early civilization. Right. Almost like a Garden of e- Eden right. type feel. Okay. You know? Now, I have another theory here. I know we're an hour in, and we've got a lot we're left to go. We're an hour in. We're an hour wow. in. But have we talked about this, the... Uh, Time travel vessel slash spaceship theory? No. Before. This this uh, makes more and more sense to me now. Have you okay. ever seen the movie Sphere? Yes. Where they find the spaceship From embedded hell. into the ocean. Lied to you because I, you, yeah, I have seen it, but I was thinking, um, what's that, what's that, what's that show called, um, where the, the ship goes to hell and it comes back? <laughs> Event Horizon. Oh my gosh, that, that scared the pants off oh me when gosh. I first saw it. Yeah. But Sphere, yes, that's, yes. They find this, for people who don't know, they they find this spaceship or a vessel of some kind that crashed, landed into the ocean. Um, they pick it up on radar, they go to explore it. Long story short, it ends up being, an American, or at least it ends up being, um, I think it was, yeah, an American space shuttle mm-hmm. from the future right. that actually came back in time and crashed in the ocean. Right. And so this this got me thinking, and I think I read a partial theory that kind of made me start putting this together, that this place they're at is this future vessel, aircraft, time-traveling thing mm-hmm. that's actually... Uh, come back from the future mm-hmm. and crashed whatever um, has been there so long that it's totally covered with vegetation, dirt, everything. Mm-hmm. And this power source is actually like the core, the power it's core in, of yeah. this space shuttle. Mm-hmm. And the people, the others, the original inhabitants are the, the crew of this space shuttle. Yeah. They crash. Uh, maybe the captain or whatever is this Jacob character I don't know, but it's the theory that was interesting enough to entertain for a while. Yeah, yeah. You know? It has the same type of element that we're talking about, that that there is a time-traveling element here. Right. But they just took it in reverse, that it's actually from the future, right. not the past. And the, yeah, yeah. I could definitely, that could be something that Yeah, could I mean, it, it, I think the only way it's really connected is you have this weird island that can move around in time. Yeah. And you have people who have been there for, you know, who knows how long. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there's this weird energy source hidden deep, you know, where this donkey wheel that's underground for some reason, mm-hmm. you know, why is there a chamber underground with this giant wheel that you can turn? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. I mean, you Makes can kind sense. of imagine, or even if this ship is buried underground, and they're climbing down to this room where this wheel is, where that energy source is on the ship. Speaking even of that room and that energy source, okay, you turn in this wheel, you end up out in a desert. Right. You don't end up in the water. You don't mm-hmm. end up... It literally takes you to a different, like, 
like area, like a, like almost like this, and consistently to the same, same spot. spot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a window, right. like a um, uh, portal. Yeah, like a, yeah. A, like, um, and, and it almost seems like to me like the island is its own realm, almost that it mm-hmm. can exist inside of other realms, but it's its own realm. You know, right. but that that to me. It's really weird that 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 it is underground, and you're looking at this island, and you're thinking, I mean, he opens the door, but he's in some other country. I mean, does he come out of the ground? Mm-hmm. We've never really seen. He just find we just see him on out laying, right? You don't see pop out of the ground or coming through the sky, right? You know, it just appears, appears, yeah. right? You know that that to me just is really odd in itself. Yeah, it's because. It's not the reason why I say that is because of that theory about the the spaceship. It's not that this place is or this thing is in our time. Mm-hmm. It's it's still even ex- outside of what we even see. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I'm getting no, no, no. But it's just, it's just really weird to me because you open this door and you're in a desert. Mm-hmm. Why? I mean, how? Right. And that's the thing, too, is there are going to be lots of things like that where I'm sure they're not going to be able to explain it scientifically because they lose most people who oh, watch yeah. the show. But yeah. they got to have had some pretty good hints or at least basic ways of explaining how a lot of that stuff works, I think. Yeah. I mean, you start seeing this crazy light busting through the wall. Yeah. It's not the sunlight. Right. Well, just sparks and yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff going on as they're right. turning that donkey wheel. It's very cold where he's at. That's what I was going to say. What's the deal with the frozen, very cold right. down there? What's up with why that? Is it, why is it like sub-zero right. below yeah. ground? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. And why is why is this ancient wheel attached to this power source in yeah. some way? Mm-hmm. I mean, when the thing got off its axis, that's what was causing the jumps Jump in, time. in time. So that source is very closely related, if not the reason why the island can move through time in the first mm-hmm. place. Exactly. So th- that's obviously got to be a big has part to be. of what's going on. Yeah. On the overall mystery of the show. Yeah. We better move along. Yeah. Because I don't think we're going anywhere. Just yeah. <laughs> digging deeper. Treading, treading water. Yeah. So why did the smoke monster not attack Locke the first time he saw him? And then later he tried to drag him into the hole in the ground. And the same thing happened with Echo. We can get two mm-hmm. birds with one stone. We originally discussed this and said it was because it was scanning them mm-hmm. the first time, you right. know, um, and we saw it with Echo, even right. this like the the looking at its his past and things like that, and then it would go back almost and get like a mission, right? Are you on the list? Mm-hmm. You know, psh, 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 right. recording this, take it back to the the, the judge or the decider, right. mm-hmm. then go back out and do what it's got to do. True, you know, that, right, and because it was a totally different look the second time, right? You know, yeah, and I think that's that's a pretty good explanation, really. And it didn't. It, what's interesting is it absolutely owned Echo, yeah, and then drug Locke could have owned him, could have right. bashed him, killed him immediately. That's true, but like maybe it needed to take Locke back, yeah, for reasons I think somebody. that we are starting to get into, which is actually yeah a very good hint as to the whole origin of, of uh, Esau and how much control he exactly. has over the smoke monster. If he wanted Locke's body to, to use, yeah. then he that smoke That's monster was bringing the body back exactly. to him. Not batter, just taking back. Right. Yeah. Yeah, good point. I like that a lot. So why do Locke's legs sometimes begin to weaken? Oh, this is almost back in season one, I think. Yeah, honestly. I remember. But... 
they start to weaken as if the miracle can be kind of be taken away. Mm-hmm. Like the island heals him, but also it can take that back away again. Do you think that matters anymore? I mean, to me, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. But I don't know how, if it really matters anymore. You know what? To me, even back then, it seemed like it was a way for the island to continue to make the lock. To keep control control of the lock. Good point. It could just be a small little um, effect the island was trying to have on lock to keep accomplishing its purpose. I will even say Esau would have say, oh. You think you're figuring things out? Well, let's just push you a little bit further. You have to do what I say because, oh, you're losing your legs. Right. You know? So, I mean, Boone, boom. You know, just right after that happened, Boone did what he he knew Boone was going to, or not right. Boone. Uh, yeah, it was, it was Boone. Boone was yeah. going to die because of that. But he he had control over Locke through that. If he couldn't actually physically take control, he would through the island. Mm-hmm. You know, right. manipulate him. Which, that's, yeah, that's Which Locke's character... Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? He's the m- most manipulated person on the island, right? Through you know Anthony and all those people. You know it's right. the weakest vessel, but you make them think that they're in power. You you have complete control over, right? Them. And it would be really <clears throat> interesting to go back, knowing what we know about Locke and <clears throat> excuse me Esau now, um, and to see how much Locke has been led around, you know, by the nose yeah. by the island. And how much Esau had to do with that. Oh, yeah. And I hate it because mm-hmm. I was really, I'm such a Locke fan to going, yes, yeah. you became a man. You're doing your thing. But now when you look at it in hindsight, you're going, oh, mm-hmm. man, he was just being owned again. Right. Yeah, he was you just, know. he was exhibiting the same weak same personality, weak personality. he had before then. Exactly. We just couldn't tell it. No, yeah. it looked like strength, but it was right manipulation. Yeah. So how did Locke escape the swan when it imploded? Locke, Desmond, and Mr. Echo, I think, were the three. Yeah, yeah. Um, How did they escape when the swan imploded? Important, or they just couldn't die? Um, I think, I think once again, the implosion and things like that, um, I think that it had to do with uh, the plan for Locke. You know, I mean... I think that the island caused the implosion, so the island chooses what happens after the implosion. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like, or whoever's in control of those things, right. events. So this wasn't a real-world environment. No. It's kind of the rules can be made as they go along. Right, right. Yeah, okay. And the sec- on the same vein of that, what made Locke unable to speak after the implosion? To me, that's the same line as his legs. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think it was one of those <coughs> things. Yeah, I think so, too. Um was Ben really coming to the camp to recruit Locke when he was captured by Danielle and caught in the net? No. And we went through the whole situation with him being interrogated and him claiming to be Henry Gale. Do you think that was the reason Ben was coming really to get Locke? I don't, I, I don't think so. Do you think there was a reason? Um, I honestly think it was because of Locke, but I think it was because of what Ben thought Locke was. Ben is convinced that Locke is the leader, mm-hmm. but, and he was, I think he's always felt intimidated by Locke. So he's trying right. to get a closer look at who he is, you know, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I believe it was that thing. You know, I don't believe for a minute that he was coming to recruit him, yeah. you know, maybe kill him, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, maybe take him out. Uh, because to me, in my mind, I have two lines. I see, I see Ben as being a very loyal leader in, submissive person to Jacob mm-hmm. 
and I see Locke, now Locke, being submissive to Esau. Right. You know, so I, I definitely see that there was a war to begin in the beginning with those two. Right. You yeah. know, they were using their pawns to against one another. Mm-hmm. You know, and because Ben would have done, Ben wouldn't do, any, you know, he was he fell victim to he hated Jacob, but did anything and everything that he said to do. Right. You know, his and uh, Locke's personality, I guess, a lot alike. Then, as far as being able oh to be yeah manipulated, right. Which you hate to think that Locke's like Ben, but right. in a lot of ways, they are. Yeah. They're just being led true. by different fo- sources. Right. right. True. Very true. So we talked about this before. How long has Locke been possessed by Esau? And I, can you I, pinpoint? Can I mean? Do you have a theory of an exact point in the show? Possession when it happened, or possession or influenced? <clears throat> well, at the point where. Locke wasn't really Locke anymore. Uh, after after the the death. So after Ben showed up yeah. and killed him, yeah. that was it. That was it. Okay. Yeah. What about the was that before or after he seen the light come out of the cat? Oh yeah, yeah. That was the you mean the the originally when he saw the light yeah. come out? That was early on. That was, that was part season of, one. That yeah. was part right. of the whole um, leading you around, right? Giving you a little bit, you right. know. <laughs> and, and Locke was all about the games, you know. You, yeah, you know. Right. But I think I think it was after that was the point that he actually took control right. of Locke. But I think he was leading him all yeah. the while through yeah. his little, you know, game to that point, right? You know. Okay. Yeah, and I think what is confusing to me is I agree with you. From the moment Locke crashed on the island, he was totally completely being led around mm-hmm. by by Esau. But he didn't actually become, you know, kind of a body being used until he was actually killed. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's what I'm thinking because you still see there was a difference, a, a, a very big difference in Locke prior to being, right. you know, killed and Locke on the island. I mean, yeah. there was a complete difference in Locke. Right. Yeah, I agree. And Mike, I don't you know if you even know what the heck we're talking about at this point. Yeah, that's I should say too. <laughs> Michael agreed to be spoiled. He hasn't seen the last few episodes of season five, but right. he agreed that he didn't really mind being spoiled. <laughs> and you bit. might really honestly, you're still you'll be you'll be in the dark at this point, but as you watch him, you'll go, you'll start going having a little aha, oh, that's what they're talking about moments. I don't right. think it's it's just yeah. <laughs> you'll just have to bear with this. No, it's fine. Right. Um Okay, Saeed. Mm-hmm. Um this is one we've talked about a lot, but I'd be interested to see if we have any new theories on this. Is Saeed knew before he got on Oceanic 815 that Nadia was alive mm-hmm. and in the United States, why did he tell Rousseau that she was dead? And why did he start a relationship with Shannon? Anything new to that? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I, I want to say this. I want to say he landed Rus- uh, uh, his, uh, what's, what was her name again? Danielle? D- no, yeah. no. Um, <coughs> Nadia. Nadia. Yeah. Nadia got killed. He ends, he ends up on the island. She is dead now. And he did move on with Shannon. Po- you know, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're going to blow my mind again. You know what I'm saying? Like, what we saw with him and, and her were was before he was on the before island. Before the crash. Right. And 
Except then you get all these weird mix up with, with Ben hunting him down, using Nadia's death to recruit Saeed to help him to kill all these people um, who were behind um, the Han or what were they behind? All those people Ben wanted killed. Yeah, I think the timeline yeah, is true. You pretty, start, it pretty yeah. much forces to, uh, to him to be after way. the island. Which I hate, I mean, because there is no logic to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could just be, just be as simple as Saeed crashed. He thought he was going to spend the rest of his life on this island, and so he moved on. Dumb. But that still doesn't tell us why he told Rousseau yeah, exactly. that she was dead. I mean, less, okay, now, Rousseau, at this point... Russo, to him, is an enemy. When you're trained to be an interrogator or you're mm-hmm. a militant tra- trained person, you give no information. And if you right. do give information, you lie. Yeah. You never know what they have control over. You never know what they're after. Maybe he's just a militant mode. He's saying he doesn't want. He doesn't know that this woman's a threat to. If she's he's a, he's a, she's a threat to him. Maybe she's a threat to anything and everything that he. True. Is about. yeah. He doesn't want to give her information. Yeah. Oh yeah. I use. love this woman. Yeah. And I want to go <laughs> she, see her. She, she lives, lives in L.A. In Los Angeles yeah. On Peacock Street. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he's just going into. Yeah. She's dead. I did love her. Yeah. You know, it doesn't explain why he hooks up with Shannon. Except, yeah. You know, but right. still, with that with that comment, maybe he was just in, you know, protecting mode. Right. Yeah, I think we've we've talked that one to death in yeah. the past. So we'll just move on for now. Okay, Walt. Ugh. And th- this is an interesting thing. As I was looking through this list, um, by far, Walt and Locke were the most, had the longest lists of things. Yeah. And which, which is really telling because obviously they're going to invest the most amount of information and mystery into the people who are the most important, I would think. Yeah. So that's promising. So I think it's pretty clear Walt has special powers of some kind. There's no doubt about that. The question is whether or not those are going to amount to mean anything or not. Uh, so we won't spend a lot of time on that. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Why did Locke or why did Walt tell Locke not to open the hatch? And how did he even know about the hatch in the first place? Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get a, see, I don't know what, who was Walt and who the Island was making appear to be Walt. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? We don't know. Like, in our mind, Walt was his mystery. But who knows if it was Walt? You know, I mean, we saw Jack's dead dad walking around. Mm-hmm. We saw all these crazy things that weren't actually there. Right. You know, I mean, so it could be just one of those things where it was a, uh, it was a thing that, it was a thing that the island was saying, you right. know, trying to, you know, just provoke Walt, uh, Locke to do what Locke was going to do. That could you be. Know? Yeah, I think there are a lot of things like that where they're just going to be able to explain it away by saying Walt has special abilities. Right. And I mean, most but you of better give were, us some more than that. You know, I mean, right. give us give us an explanation why Walt was such a huge part of the show, and then boom, gone. Right. He's and I've got, I mean, I've got a list of things. You know, did Walt's comic book with the polar bears have anything to do with polar bears showing up on the island? Seemed like it. Um, did Walt? Um, what was it here? Did I, where's it? I lost my place here. Oh, there it is. What did Walt see that frightened him enough to change his mind about wanting to stay on the Island? Uh, all of this stuff, they could easily sum up by saying Walt has special abilities. But what I'm hoping is that 
they're going to give us an explanation of why he has these abilities, yeah. why the others wanted to capture him, why they made him take these tests. And basically, I've just wrapped up most of the mysteries into one mm-hmm. package here. But but I'm hoping that they're not done with Walt. Yeah. And I think the, they probably are. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree. I, I mean, how, how, you, how are you going to bring him back in a, a big way, you know, and, and explain all that? I don't think you are. Yeah. You know, to... But one thing it's I've been thinking about through the whole series, and we I think we actually you said that there was a theory about this at one point, but mm-hmm. that maybe this whole cons whole thing that's happening is what these people's minds snippets from these people's minds like melded together somehow to make a a world mm-hmm. like. All the people that like Walt wanted to have supernatural powers. Mm-hmm. You know, he just lost his mom. He does a relationship with his dad, but he wants to have this supernatural powers. And you know, maybe that's his mind. Maybe Locke wants to walk. He wants to be this guy. He wants to be a leader. Right. And that's his mind. It's somehow those things are what come out. In you know, somehow that's what we're in is almost like a not a real world. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah, and somehow these people's minds, like if all three of us were going to some sort of dream world, but our dreams were connected right. into a reality, you know, some kind of dream reality. Right. That's almost what it seems like. Yeah, we I think we talked about that once before about how they're they're all put into a position in this kind of neutral environment where they can work out their issues. They can be who they want to be, or they can have the chance to become who they want to be. Um, but basically they're all kind of in this, I think we even said it was like a group therapy yeah. almost like a matrix slash group therapy session. But what's crazy about it, it's not even that, that they're, yeah, they face their problems, but they are super themselves. Right. Every yeah. one of them mm-hmm. are on top of their game at some point what they always wanted to be outside this place. Right. And it's like, it's almost like, I mean, Jack was a in shambles before yeah. he gets there. Boom, mm-hmm. he's super Jack. You yeah. know, it's like, it's just really weird. I don't, I mean, I don't know how they could bring, make that like, oh, well, this is what was going on. You know, yeah, that'd be hard to tell us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but even Sawyer took him a long time. But, but still. he became the the family man with with Juliet yeah. and the great life. And yeah, I mean, there is a lot to be said for these people just being here just to become the, a better person. Mm-hmm. You know if nothing else. Yeah. So we have the whole mystery with Walt that still really intrigues me that they better give some answers to about Walt ever appearing places where he shouldn't be. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, Shannon Boone or not Shannon Boone, Shannon Saeed and Locke all saw Walt mm-hmm, when he was off in places island. where he shouldn't be when he was not in the right, mm-hmm. you know, pl- nowhere near them. Right. And, that I think is a really important mystery to me. Mm-hmm. One that I really need to have answered. Even if Walt is doesn't appear in that episode, they need to have somebody so explain. Be, yeah. it. Even if one of them steps on camera and says, "Here we would have had a scene where Walt." <laughs> well, <would> and <laughs> now he's you know twenty yeah. years old, and <laughs> now yeah. Walt has his own kids. <laughs> he's doing Tyson commercials, yeah. chicken commercials. Yeah. I did see him yes. on one. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, but the the really mysterious comment about. Walt ever appearing in places where he shouldn't be. Yeah. Was huge for me. Yeah. There, there was some things with Walt. I mean, even when he, you know, he did appear to them and he's looking like water, you know, yeah. and I'm going, 
I mean, at that point, I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. That mystery element was back. You know, or yeah. the, the almost supernatural. Right. You know, it wasn't physical. It was just uh-huh. totally out there. And I was like, yeah. But yeah. then it just never went anywhere. Right. You know? Yep. So I am really hoping that that is a big part of season six. Me too. And here's one you may have forgotten about. Um, when Shannon tells Vincent, she gives him uh, Walt's shirt, has him smell it, and mm-hmm. says, here, take me to Walt. And Vincent runs straight to Boone's grave. Mm-hmm. What do you think is up with that? Any ideas? Mm. I do. I I I remember that now. I remember the scene perfectly now. But uh-huh. oh wow, that's it's it's very interesting. It's very creepy. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, I don't know what kind of theory. I, I can't remember if we discussed this or not. I, I don't know. I, I kind of remember having a conversation about the fact that Walt was gone at this point. Boone was gone at this mm-hmm. point. In two different ways, Walt was kidnapped, Boone was dead, Mm -hmm. but it almost seemed like this symbolic way of of saying they were both gone. Mm -hmm. They were both no longer part of what was going on on the island. Yeah, like they were, they are both in the same place. Right. You know, which we go back to the, which, I mean, I'm sure the whispers, you know. Right. You know, to me, that's where Boone's at, that's where... Walt's at. That's where all of them are at. Yeah, it's kind of like they're done. They're they're toweling off in the room, waiting for everybody else to yeah, finish their, exactly. their matrix session. Yeah, and, yeah. The, and, right. and I don't know, but that is a very crazy, weird uh, mystery there. Yeah. Why he went to Boone's grave? I don't know. Yeah, I have no clue on that either. Michael. Negative. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. <laughs> uh. So the last thing I have for Walt. Why did the others make him take tests? And what are the tests for? Um, And I guess you could kind of lump that into why do they want Walt in the first place? Why he's special? All of that stuff kind of goes, Mm -hmm. falls under. um, What's the deal with Walt? If it is some type of like futuristic, like people, you know, that are back, Mm -hmm. maybe they're testing for him to be a part of their group, you know, maybe it's right. maybe that maybe Walt has something to do with their future. Yeah. You know, like he's the one that invented boom, 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 or had that was the first to dis or to have this power that caused them to jump in technology yeah. this far, you know, that maybe that's, I don't know, maybe that's source and they're coming back right. to test Walt to see how he came about to be right. Walt in their, in their world. Yeah, and we've had this conversation a couple of times before, but you know why not? Um, the idea of possibly Matthew Fox and Walt's—I forget the character who plays Walt—they've um, already filmed the scene, mm-hmm. maybe even the final scene of the show. Right. Um, and Michael, you may not know about this, but Matthew Fox, who plays Jack, um, is I think the only actor on the show who knows the end of the show. And oh, people wow. have kind of figured out that that's probably because he's already been involved with the scene or a scene that explains what's going on. Right. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of people have kind of theorized that possibly there's a scene with, with Walt and Jack together that kind of wraps all this up mm-hmm. and explains it all. That was filmed way back at the beginning of the show. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Which is an awesome idea. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, especially... 
I'm hoping the season six starts and we see footage of these people arriving in Los Angeles that was filmed five years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, that'd be you awesome. know that was yeah. been waiting in a in a room somewhere to be edited in mm-hmm. to the sixth season or the final season. And it's the same characters that look exactly the same as they did season one. Yeah. And there's all this stuff that proves they've had this plan yeah. for a long time. I almost think that they have to have like a stockpile of footage oh, yeah. that they're going right. to use from that original season. Right. Because once again, we know they had first and last right. planned. I mean, so right. they're, they're catching it, catching it, catching the actors and actresses are probably going, yeah, what the, what the heck, heck is this? Yeah, yeah. no, you know, and Matthew Fox gets a glimpse of it. You know, he knows the 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 scene, mm-hmm. but so I mean, they're in the same boat as the, the yeah the, the actors are. Are. The actors know awesome. nothing more than what they've recorded. Wow, than they've cool. you know filmed. Know but the idea of you know, I always picture it the same way. Mm-hmm. You know, Walt's standing there, Jack's kind of there on one knee talking to Walt, mm-hmm. and just. Walt's unleashing the mysteries of the universe on this guy, yeah. you know, and I really hope there's um, something like that, yeah, you know, that really solves this whole Walt issue, yeah, makes it not matter that, that he's 25 years old mm-hmm. now, and really makes wraps the show up in a nice package, yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, honestly, I feel like that that may have to be, in yeah, it, you know, to have some type of justice to mm-hmm. all this. They, 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 that's exactly what has to happen. Right. And that'd be great. I mean, oh yeah. I'd be great. With, I'd be, I'd be really happy with that. Yeah. Can't wait. Ben. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, why did Ben see his mother several times on the Island when he was young after she was dead? Hmm. Michael theories. Guidance. I don't know. <laughs> she was just in some kind of apparition that he was seeing to help yeah, guide him along. Possibly. I don't, I'm not real sure. Now there was a comment. Was it Richard Alpert that made a comment to him about, you know, did you see your mom or something to the effect of, you know, if you saw your mom, then there's something special going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, like it was a sign to Richard Alpert yeah. or something. And uh, like it was important, Yeah. but there's been nothing else made of it. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I can't even remember, like, did it show how his mom died or whatever? Was it? Yeah, she died when he was born. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Hmm. No ideas? No, I don't. You have anything? <laughs> Not really. Other than if um, she maybe she wasn't dead, she was actually part of this other's group, the, the original natives mm-hmm. of the island or, or something. But then it was she was born. He was born in Portland or something. Yeah, or out not in Portland, outside, of, Portland. outside of Portland. So I don't know. No, I don't have any clues for that. Um, how did Ben become part or leader of the others? Well, we know how we know how he can part a part of the others. Right. How did he become the leader? Yeah. Um, it's really that's really strange because obviously, I mean Richard engaged with him as a child Mm -hmm. and he did say that there would be a time that he would be with them you know right it it was almost like he was picked right you know hand-picked and Mm -hmm. and um i don't know i mean it's it's one of those things where i honestly he don't seem he as a leader right 
I think it goes back to almost because of his personality again, yeah, like the how manipulation. Is, the manipulation. Yeah, maybe like maybe how. there is nothing special. It's just right. he was the best guy for the job. Yeah. Right. Thing. But I also wondered if <clears throat> there was a connection between the fact that Ben saw his mother mm-hmm. when he was a kid. Richard Alpert realized this was important, yeah, some and kinda... therefore Ben was supposed to be the leader mm-hmm. of their group. That That's true, or something. But I don't know. So, why did Ben tell Richard Alpert to take all of the others to the temple? Towards, I think it was towards the end of season four. Basically, he had all of them leave, go to the temple, but mm-hmm. didn't. We didn't find out why. We do know that that's where the or Smokey lives. Right. It's almost like their safe haven, their protection, right. you know. And I don't know why. I mean, unless he thought there was going to be some type of like all out, like this war or like it was just like, some place for them to hold up and be safe. Yeah. Kind of thing. Or you even like you uh, a place that they could escape. Mm-hmm. You know, even maybe this whole experience. Like they could leave right. if they wanted to. Right. You know, right. That that's the source that they could transport out. Right. Yeah, true. It may not be anything either, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. The final thing I have about Ben is we saw several clips from his childhood mm-hmm. and that girl that he liked and had the crush on. Mm-hmm. He had those, the wooden dolls of the two of them. Yeah. There have been lots of little references to this girl. I can't remember her name. And her being important, mm-hmm. but there's been nothing to come of it. And yeah. I don't have any ideas on how she figures into anything, but I wasn't sure if, if you did. No, I mean, I remember making a comment then that like, what the heck, where's this girl? You mm-hmm. know? Cause I mean, it was, it was such an important thing and then just yeah, vanished. And it could explain a lot. I mean, to yeah. explain why Ben has become how he is mm-hmm. if something happened to her, Yeah, you know, but, Obviously, there's been nothing Mm-mm. yet. On to Ethan. Mm-hmm. And I have one thing for him. Um, we talked about this a little bit before. You know, was he acting kind of rogue when he kidnapped Claire, tried to kill Charlie, beat up Jack, etc.? Of course, if he, if he really is the other surgeon, why did Ben send him to do that kind right. of stuff? We talked about that. I was like, you send yeah. your surgeon? Yeah. Especially you know? if he was so important... Um, ben had his tumor he knew about. Yeah. All this stuff. Why would they be sending their surgeon to do all this stuff? Wasn't there a, um, I don't know if I'm mistaken here, but wasn't there a thing that Ben had like a thing for his, was it his spouse, Ethan's spouse or something? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, there was. Remember, and he we he sent, we it was actually not, not Ben, it wasn't Ethan's, it was, Good, Goodman. Good ones. Good ones. Yeah. Okay. Good ones. Yeah. Good ones. Okay. Right. Yeah. Smout. Ben had a thing for Juliet. Ju- and Goodwin and Juliet were having an affair. Yeah. Yeah. And but, we also had a thought where something or another where Ethan wasn't lining up to what right. he wanted either. It was basically suicide missions that he right. sent exactly. him on. Exactly. But I don't remember what we talked about Ethan had done that made Ben want to do that. I can't remember either, but maybe it had something to do with the fact that Ethan wasn't willing to do the surgery or something to or that capable. effect or capable or, or I don't know, but there was something. I remember we us talking about, about that. Something where I don't remember the episode good enough to, but there wow. was something there. Cause we, we said that he sent him into the line of fire for a reason. 
Yeah, man. And there, that makes me mad because there was a good reason. Yeah. Something that either we had seen in another episode. Well, Ethan was being us, rebellious somehow. Right. He he was doing, he did had done something that was against. Do you, you remember what it is, Mike? Something with Claire. After he, but this after was, he, this was before. before that. Yeah. yeah, we're saying there there was something that, because right when, right as they, they, if you remember right, the plane comes in, they see it. Yeah. And it it's breaking up and he says, you know, uh, was it because yeah, Ethan was true. born on the island? Maybe. And that made him special in some way. And so Ben was trying to get rid of him. It might have been that. There was something there that Ben was jealous over. And and they had made I think somebody had made a comment about Ben not being even from the island. Yeah. Yeah, he did. wasn't even born, born here. here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. That's that's good enough for me yeah. for now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We're going way back. We're digging way back. Yeah, so. yeah. This is great. This is great. Jacob, what was the ash-like substance around his cabin? The the line of ash that surrounded the whole area where his cabin was. That's one I would really like to know the answer to. Why was it there? Yeah. Wasn't there something said about like volcanic ash or something like that? Like I think they, they maybe said that's what it was. Yeah. But why was there a, a line of it? Around his cabin. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. But it was, it's one of those things like if it doesn't have meaning, why put it there? Right. You know, it's like it doesn't make it look And they, they showed it several times. Multiple times, several yeah. Several people finding it and, and noticing it. And wasn't um, one of the, the, I forget her name, the bad girl, the, I mean, she's mad, uh, bad, I mean, like fighter girl that came back. Cop. She came, no, not, oh, not Ana Lucia, oh, okay. but the other girl that came back, she was part of the group that, oh, that was beating or trying to beat up Juliet or something. She was real mean. The, no, the, well, you know what I'm talking about. The girl that was part of the group that had always been there. That's now. Um, oh, the Alana, the, Elena or whatever yeah, her name is. Yeah. She I, even reached down and like touches it <clears throat> as she's about to go to the cabin like they reach down or they they take note of it you I know think, it's yeah, like i don't think you're talking about alana then the girl who's part of the ajira flight yeah yeah because okay. they went to the cabin and she says oh, yeah. they're no longer here right that's right you know okay but she even notices you know it's like it's something it's <clears throat> some type of cue to where yeah where he jacob is or is right. not that could be or another theory is i don't know if you've heard about I forget which. It's like one of these pagan religions where they'll have these prayers inside of these circles. They'll mm-hmm. make a circle and they pray inside of it. And the circle is supposed to keep anything bad out mm. while they're doing it. Oh, it may yeah. be some weird thing like, like that, that. Mm-hmm. where it's meant to keep Esau or something out of that cabin yeah. or that area. Yeah, it's true. But I don't know. What was the deal with the dog... And the jars of liquid, the painting inside of Jacob's cabin. Do you think that means anything? They showed it several times, but to me, it's just creepy that there's this really weird yeah. painting inside of there. Yeah, I mean, the cabin in itself. Why? Why cabin? You know? Yeah. Why? You know? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have any kind of like theory behind it, but it definitely does seem to have some type of like mystery element to it. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, right. Like, I, I, I don't, don't know, know if it's important, important or it's, not. It's you definitely know? creepy. Yeah. yeah. What's the deal with all of these lists that Jacob has? 
what's the purpose? Is this just something that was meant to be mysterious back, you know, seasons two and three, or is this really some bigger mystery that's, that's important? To me, it almost seems like there's a list of Jacob's players and Esau's players. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You know, it's like, these are my guys. Go get them. Or go, you know, it's almost like a game between the two guys, you know. Right. And, and this is the team. This is the roster. Yeah. You and know? to me, that's it seems more like back in those seasons before we knew who Jacob was, it was kind of this mysterious thing of these lists from Jacob. You yeah. Know? And, and now it's kind of like that's just the way he liked to communicate. Yeah. Giving lists yeah. to people, you know. It's very Not detailed very and very yeah. you know, good at his, you know, yeah. organization skills. And I guess uh, one other one is why do the others consider Jacob to be such a, a great man or magnificent man? When Ben's telling Locke about Jacob, he talks about how amazing he is mm-hmm. and what a magnificent man he is, all of this stuff. What do you think it is that makes this Jacob guy special? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about I don't know Jacob or Esau enough. I mean, it's... Yeah. They seem to be in control of everything, but yet I have no idea how yeah. or why. Right. And I think that's that's probably going to be like the center of what season mm-hmm. six is about, obviously, because right. season five's finale was so heavily about that. Yeah. So was it Jacob who said, you know, help me when Locke went into the cab or when Locke and mm-hmm. Ben were in the cabin? Uh-huh. Why did he say it? And why didn't Ben hear it? Once again, I say it's Esau. Okay. And I another lead on to to um, um, Locke. You know, Locke hears it because it's it's a way for you know him to be led even further and deeper in. Mm-hmm. And it's he thinks it's Jacob, and he's just heard about how great Jacob is. So once again, he's you know it's just hook, line, and sinker. Right. For for in my case, I think he's gone out of the cabin. Whenever, because when uh, Alana got there, she's like, he's not here. Right. Yeah, you know, he's not been, not been here for a while or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it was Esau that was inhabiting that, that area. That could be. You know. And that, that could be the ash was there to keep Esau in. Yeah. Not to get him out of that area. But, of course, if that's true, then he couldn't have been the one in control of Christian's body and, and all that stuff as well. And maybe it's just a way of, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I was thinking of some kind of like, maybe it's some type of like, trail of s- Smoky, mm-hmm. you know, like where Esau yeah. is. It's like it's, it's like, like Smoky's he, been taking a dump. Around yeah, it's like it's, it's Smoky Do, you know. Yeah. And so if you see Smoky Do, don't step don't, in the Smoky Do. Yes. <laughs> okay. So how does um here's here's one I hadn't thought about in a long time. How does Jacob's cabin appear to shift around to different locations mm-hmm. around the island? Hurley goes looking for it. He's pacing one way. It's not there. He turns around and then it's there again. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. How is it moving around to different positions or does it really matter? Mm. Is it just something else to be mysterious? Just I, so we'll think it's That's all I put it up as because, I mean. That could yeah. be the ash as well. Yeah. If it, it follows the ash. Yeah. It's or, like a hides a set of wheels, casters <laughs> that, that it rolls around on. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, it could just be, I mean, like I said, I think it's just something that's add to the mystery. Right. And here's a more recent mystery. Um, Jacob has encounters with most of the people who ended up on the island. Mm-hmm. And in almost all the cases, he touched those people. There were mm-hmm. some he didn't, which I didn't go back and look 
who they were. But I think in the commentary that I talked about earlier, the first episode of season five on the DVDs, they talked about um, it being interesting who he did and didn't touch. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was going to go back and look at that again. But do you think, what do you think is the significance of him touching those people? Like putting some kind of mark on them or, or something or. It definitely seemed that way, especially with Locke. I mean, Lucina appeared to Locke to be, was dead. Yeah. And then was brought back by the touch. Right. You know, so there definitely is something significant to it. Right. I don't know water or, or how significant, but he, he, he kind of. For the most part, he was influential in very pinnacle points in their lives. Right. You know, yeah. Kate is a child, Locke is an adult, but mm-hmm. it didn't matter, you know. That's so. true. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of interesting stuff, I think, with that in the future mm-hmm. uh, that I'm really interested in finding out. Yeah. Moving along here, Richard Alpert. Why does Richard not appear to age? Mm. Do we really have any clues to that yet? I mean, it's just a mystery that we've got to get more information about. Well, what we talked about before, and I think that, I mean, still stands good, is that there, the time doesn't exist on this island. Right. Like it does on the outside. So Maybe it's just because he's always been he's there. He's always been there, and that's it. You know, he's, so he is only. But he did go off the island at least once to go see Locke when he was a little kid. Right. But like 30 years on the island or whatever old old he is, 35 years on the island, maybe 350 years in actual life. So it doesn't matter that he left or whatever. right. Okay. Yeah. Makes enough sense to me for now. How and when did Richard arrive on the island? Do you think he's part of the same group as Elena and all of her people? Or do you think he's a totally different group we don't know anything about yet? Hmm. I think he's I think he's associated with Elena's group. Yeah. Yeah, because she asked for yeah, Richard Albert, and they knew the same little saying, right? You know, the man is was who lies in the, the yeah in the shadow of the, the statue, statue or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll have to wait for more information on that. I think. Um, let's see here. Oh, Richard made the comment that he watched. Jack, Kate, all of them, he watched them die. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's about? Do you think he's talking about the incident or is he talking about something else? I think he is talking about the incident, the bomb. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what he's, he's, he's talking about because he did see them die. Right. At that point. You know, you know that's the only thing I can rack it up. Yeah. As. I, I think so, too. To lead us into our next point, I'm going to play a voicemail here from Nathaniel Starr. Hey, Anton and Evan. This is Nathaniel Starr from the forums. Really glad to hear you guys are coming back. I wasn't sure if you were going to or not, but you're my favorite podcast, so I'm really happy to hear that. So I wanted to call in and contribute to your Unsolved Mysteries Besides the big ones, I really wanted to uh, bring up the whole mystery surrounding Aaron in season one. To me, that's huge. It hasn't been touched on since season one, but it was such a big deal at the time that 
they have to resolve it. Otherwise, I'm going to feel like it's not a complete show. So I'm just wondering what you think. Um, really glad you guys are coming back. All right. Bye. Thank you, Nathaniel Starr. So Aaron, a couple of points about Aaron. Mm-hmm. Uh, why were the others so interested in trying to take him? Yeah you know, from Claire and why do they seem to have lost interest since he was born? They haven't attempted to take him or anything at all since he was born. Yeah. It was just when she was pregnant Yeah, that they were trying to do things. I mean, it could all just go back to the fact that pregnant women die on the Island and they wanted to use her as a chance to study that a little more and figure out what was happening or why she wasn't dead. Yeah. I had a, I had that little, just like, theory back then that was it was Claire's opportunity to not want to give up mm-hmm. Nate, uh, Dan, uh, Aaron <clears throat> yeah that, like it was a test for and her. she was going to fight for him and do right. everything she could and you know it was almost just the extreme opposite of what <clears throat> it was just a writing tactic to help develop her character more yeah and then and, and for her to face exactly what she was um, in direct contest to what the way she was right you know prior yeah. to coming to the island Right. But I mean, I would I would hate that th- I would hate that that be the, the truth, because I mean there was such a big thing and it was such a huge mystery and creepy element, you know. Yeah. So I want more closure to that too. I'm 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 with the the caller. I yeah. mean, Nathaniel Starr is right where I'm at. I'm going. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I need I need answers here. Another thing about Aaron, uh, the whole episode Fire Plus Water, where Charlie was so obsessed with baptizing mm-hmm. Aaron for some reason, and lumped in with that what did his dreams about Aaron mean if right. anything do you think that was <clears throat> more just an episode to help establish more of a connection between Charlie and Aaron or do you think there was actually meant to be more of a mystery there I mean that episode was crazy yeah first off yeah um but also I I, I just that episode hadn't it didn't like propel me further in any direction with any of them, yeah. you know, I'm going, right. so I almost racked it up as just an awful episode. Right. And just, just a waste of episodes. Yeah. You know, but it, with the, with the, with the Aaron thing, it does make it, it made it seem like there was a huge issue there. Like, Hey, I've got to do this or this kid's in trouble. Right. And you almost even felt sorry for, for, uh, Charlie at that point, because you're going, the dude's just trying to take care of, take care of him, but right. nobody else knew that. So I, were I'm, they um, now that I think back on it? Were they just trying to mess with us and make us think that Charlie had started using again? Because I think that was the same episode where he went back and he stashed another statue with mm-hmm. the heroin in with a a, a lump yeah. of other statues. Well, like, at the end of making, that episode, remember he puts his hood back on and he yeah. kind of looks down like he the way he came to the island. He looked exactly the yeah. same. And that was back when they were treading water. They had no clue when the show mm-hmm. was going to end. Maybe they thought, hey, we can really afford to buy time by having an episode that's nothing more than a freak-out session, right. you know, to make people think that he's gone back to the dark side. Mm-hmm. And, that, I mean, that probably would justify it more than anything because it was definitely mm-hmm. trippy. Yeah. Right. So on to Christian Shepherd, uh, which is actually one of my favorites, I think. Um, why did Christian want a bodyguard when he went to Australia, when he took Anna Lucia? Mm-hmm. Do you think there is any mystery there? But it's still really weird to me that she ended up going with him to Australia. Yeah, yeah that that was really strange. It was almost like 
I almost thought he was like trying to hit on her and like was wanting to hopefully hook up with her. Yeah. And then it became def- definitely really not that. Right. It was like, I don't know. I mean, like he almost wanted an alibi. Yeah. To a certain degree. It's just, it's once again, it's one of those things you're just going to scratch your head about and maybe doesn't matter. Yeah. I've got a couple more I'll list off here. Most of them we probably don't need to talk about because they're, we just don't know mm-hmm. yet. But, you know, how or why was dead Christian appearing to Jack in the jungle mm-hmm. just after the crash? Why was the coffin empty? Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, it's looking more and more like um, Esau was just trying on a body mm-hmm. and just giving it a go, you know, yeah. try, seeing how it went, that kind yeah. of thing. Um, why can Christian talk to Vincent? This you may not know about. Um, I, I saw this and instantly remembered that you haven't seen the mobile episodes. Mm-mm. They released a few of them, four or five, for phone pe- people with cell phones. Hmm. Um, one of them was very interesting in which Christian, uh, we see Vincent running through the jungle. Um, he comes up to Christian and Christian says, okay, or something like, go wake Jack up. And it's before the crash and it's Christian telling Vincent to go wake Jack up mm. in the jungle. Um, hmm. Which I don't know what to think of still. Really. Yeah, we, we actually spent some time talking about Vincent and how right. he seemed to be a part of, you know, a, a mystery in the, of the show, like in had some, some yeah. something was controlling Vincent even to a certain degree. And that's, that's interesting that I never yeah. knew that. Here's a description of it for those who haven't seen it. Uh, it says, Vincent is trotting through the jungle as, he, as we follow his point of view. After moving past a bag of luggage with clothes strewn about, he hears a whistle. It is Christian Shepherd who calls the Labrador closer. Christian wears white tennis shoes. He tells Vincent to go wake up his son, who is unconscious and not far away. As the dog trots off, Christian adds, he has work to do. We then see the opening moments of, of the pilot, part one, Jack's eye opens as he awakens disoriented in, bamboo, in a bamboo grove mm-hmm. and Vincent approaches. They look at each other for a moment before Vincent trots off. So it's basically mm-hmm. a, a, a minor, you know, one minute clip before the pilot starts. Yeah. Um, almost as if Christian was already walking and up and able to talk to Vincent before we even saw Jack. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if it really means anything because obviously if it were really important, it would probably be in the show itself, mm-hmm. but there's a reason they did it. Yeah. I have no clue why, but <laughs> yeah. there is a reason, I'm sure. Any clues, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and the last one for Christian, why was Christian sitting in Jacob's cabin when Hurley walked in? When Hurley finally found the cabin mm-hmm. and walked in, there was Christian. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is all, all can be chalked up to Esau being in control of Christian and taking over his body? Or do you think there's more mystery with Christian? Christian's an interesting character to me because I don't see that it's Esau. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For whatever reason, I get a feeling that it's not Esau with him, that somehow Christian is actually. He's this guy this, we've been seeing. Yeah. yeah. Even like outside of the island, you know, with Jack and things like that, you know. 
But you know what's crazy is like the things that makes a lot, a lot of sense when it talks about they were talking about his dad in present tense when he right. was off the island. Mm-hmm. Well, if that was after they had landed and everything was okay, that makes a lot more sense now. You know what I'm saying? Whenever they're saying your dad, yeah, whenever they were talking to uh, Jack mm-hmm. and Jack was going through all this stuff, they had said something. Right. Jack made references to his dad who as far as we know, was dead. Yeah, but right. he was not talking like in the past tense. He was talking in the present tense. Right. Yeah, like yeah. if you go get my father and if yeah. he's more or less drunk than I yeah. am, then I, yeah. And which, once again, would make more sense. Right, and we just kind of said it was because Jack was on pills and it was, it was crazy. Yeah. But it could be that his father wasn't dead. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I would like to think actually that... It isn't Esau. Right. He has nothing to do with it. It would be awesome if Christian ends up being a very important figure. Yeah. Like he's even a, a beyond Jacob and Esau. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like he's the man. Yeah. You know, that explains everything. Yeah. But who knows? On to Desmond. Wow, we're getting close here. What order did Desmond not follow that led to his dismissal from the army? Not a, a hugely vital piece of mm. information, but it was a pretty big deal back when mm. they... They first told us that he was discharged for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when Jack and Locke questioned the validity of pushing the button back when they first got into the hatch, why didn't Desmond tell him about the system failure message he saw when the countdown timer reached zero? Mm-hmm. So when Jack and Locke were saying, how do you know this isn't a fake? How do you know that nothing's going to happen whenever the timer runs out? How do you know they're not just making you push this button for no mm-hmm. reason? Why didn't he say... Well, because on the day you crashed, or maybe he didn't know it was the day they crashed, I guess, but at some point I saw this system failure message and things got really crazy. Mm -hmm. Is it just because they didn't know that was going to happen yet when they were writing the show and so they didn't mention it? Or something more? Oh, man. Don't know. (laughs) I don't think it really matters. No. I'm not expecting them to have every minute detail yeah, planned out before they write any episodes. No. So it doesn't really bother me at all. And then we talked about this a little bit. What happened to Desmond after he turned the fail-safe key? Why was he naked, running around, but he wasn't injured at all? Yeah, and I, I we talked about that a little bit. How yeah, it it just it was a not an actual event, right? You know. Um, but it did have like lasting or some lasting effects on the people, you know, but once again, it was what those people needed to have happen to them. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it's just, it's one of those things that we'll get more information yeah. about. Yeah. It'll make more sense later. Um, Radzinski, he's a guy that we haven't learned a lot about, mm-hmm. even though we've gone back into the seventies and, and kind of seen what he was all about. Uh, there's still quite a bit of, of in, in, interesting things about him, mm-hmm. I think. Um, one, why did he go to such great lengths to hide that map he was drawing on the blast door, the light, the map that you could only see when the black light was mm-hmm. on? Why was he going to such great lengths to to hide that map? Uh, who was he hiding it from? Um, how did he have this whole map memorized to where he was painting it out by memory? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a lot of mystery to me about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's any answers there, but there is a lot of mystery for yeah, sure. Right. And um, why did he make the edits to the orientation film? 
that we saw clips of for some reason Red or uh, Kelvin made a, a comment about Radzinski made some edits mm-hmm. and is there a reason why he made changes to this film um, he um, I almost want to find the pieces he cut out to right. see if it's some type of like code well they found that one piece that was hidden in the Bible yeah. and they they found out that it was all these instructions about not using the computer to communicate with the outside but world. see once again we found out that that was something that could be used through Walt and Michael you know, like I want to find out all the other little pieces. Maybe you put it together. And it's all the things that would give you control right back, you know? Yeah. And why did he shoot himself mm. eventually Yeah. down that hatch? No mm. clues on that either, of course. And then this one wasn't very important to me, but there were some comments about it. Where did Kelvin bury Radzinski? Mm-hmm. Um, and is it important? Is there somewhere he's buried that, ended up being kind of this weird anomaly on the island, this place where strange things were happening. Right. Does it even matter? Um, but the, all of the events surrounding the time where Kelvin and Radzinski were in the hatch together, mm-hmm. to me, is something I'd love to learn more about. Yeah, definitely. And and especially how Kelvin came to be in the hatch in the first place. Yeah. Whenever he had that previous connection with Saeed and all this stuff. Right. That part's really interesting to me as well. The next section, we're to the Swan Station now. Um, just a couple of things. What are the blast doors for? Why is this, this um, what do you call it, the station so heavily fortified and basically so they can lock the whole thing down? Mm-hmm. Um, what are the num- why are the numbers, the code for the, yeah. the, do- for, for the keyboard, for the computer? Mm-hmm. And, and I guess that just ties into this larger mystery of why are the numbers so integrated into everything. Right. And why did the, or what did the fail safe key do to the station when Desmond turned it? I, th- you know, I, I think the almost self, the, the fail safe key almost like erased that element on the Island. Mm-hmm. Like it, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like it took away what in the whole hatch, Whatever effect that hatch could have on the island, it, it took it away. Went away, right? You know, um, I don't know. It's just and everything. I mean, everything else you said is just one of the things where I think we're getting into some stuff, but we're just all going to be like, I don't know. Yeah, you know, <laughs> all know. The, all this stuff. Nobody knows. We're making yeah. theory yet, but there's some. I mean, this stuff, absolutely no clue. Right, and a lot of this stuff. The main purpose is just so we have a complete list right. of what's remaining to be answered. Yeah. And now I've got this great lit, written list of everything, and we can actually have a discussion when the mm-hmm. show's over of hey, what never got answered. Yeah, what yeah. never got answered. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, the Pearl Station. This one was very interesting to me. They talked about somebody put salt on the ground in the shape of a question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are they playing these kinds of games where this people could only know that that question mark was there if they were standing up on the top of this mm-hmm. this cliff? Why is all this stuff going on? It's kind of like not only do they have their their little their Dharma initiative and the others and the things they're trying to do, but they're also setting up these little scavenger hunts or these little games yeah. where people aren't going to find things unless they're in certain places. And why is that kind of stuff happening? And is there any mystery behind it, or was it just so the show was more interesting? We it it kind of points. It puts me back in the the mindset of the whole like food drops and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there was an almost like an aerial 
view of this place. Right. You know, which that's where you would see the question mark. That's where you'd see, you know, it may have something to do with a different element that we're not even really in tune to. That's true. You know. Yeah. That could be. It could simply be uh, some type of marker from the air so Mm -hmm. people would be able to see something. That's what I, you know, put it up as. Yeah. And you may not have known this one. Uh, The door station. Do you Mm -hmm. remember whenever Michael went to see Walt for three minutes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. He saw the the door that had a logo painted on it that was just a rectangle. Later, Saeed got there and opened it, and it was just a door that went to a rock wall. Like a stage. It was like, basically looked like it was nothing. Like it was a set piece that was made to look like a hatch. Um, But some people have wondered if this was actually some sort of station. Right behind the rock area. Or maybe that it was like some weird portal type thing where they could get put somebody in there and they would go somewhere else or something weird like that. It may or may not be a mystery, but I thought it was worth putting on the list. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at that point I started questioning, well, we had the, the fake beards and it almost seemed like a yeah, set design. Something else just you to know, mislead. Yeah. Saeed yeah. Maybe or to yeah, make or them just, think it was a real camp. And yeah, in general, like to mislead the whole group, if they were to come up on it, you know, like there is a camp here, but it was almost like actors is what we said. Right. You, know, you get off work, go home, you come back, you know. Right. But I don't know. It would be interesting if that was actually a a um, hat or, yeah, some type of, like, station. That would be kind of cool. Okay. Here to introduce our next section is a voicemail from Kara. Hi, Anton and Evan. This is Kara, and I was just wanted to tell you what I think is the biggest mystery that needs to be solved in Season 6. I want to know what the smoke monster is. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, Kara. The smoke monster. Mm -hmm. Uh, Probably, I would say, one of the top five mysteries of the whole show. Yeah. What is it? Um, Of course, obviously, we don't know yet. I don't even have a theory on what it is yet. Other than what we've been told. Security system. Okay. Right. And the fact that it came out of those vents in Mm -hmm. that really ancient, like, tomb... That kind of stuff gives us a hint that this is more of some kind of supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just some nanobot cloud right. like we talked about before, but it's actually something physical that's ancient and that's being controlled by yeah. something or someone. Um, why did it kill the pilot of Oceanic? Why does it choose to kill certain people? We've kind of talked about that. Yeah. But the pilot specifically, um, I think we may have talked about this. Is It was almost a hint that the pilot had something to do with them ending up on the island. Yeah. Like maybe it knew who he was and therefore it killed him. Right, right. knew what he had done. Right. Something like that. And we talked about how, um, you know, with Echo and Locke, it looked at him once. The second time, it it really took action. Mm -hmm. Killed Echo. Maybe he was trying to kill Locke. We don't really know. Right. And um, how was it a security system? What is it guarding? What is its purpose? What is it securing? Yeah. Um, and why did the Dharma Initiative, or at least Kelvin and Radzinski, they called the monster monster Cerberus, mm-hmm. which we probably never talked about. No. But uh, it's it gets a little geeky. But why they called it by this specific name mm-hmm. that they had for it? But anything else about the smoke monster? Do we don't really know much about it? No, because it was a huge element and then gone. Yeah. You know. I mean, haven't really had reference to the smoke monster for a while. A long time, yeah. You know. Except the flashback on season five of when, what was the lady's name? The lady's name that uh, was there when they got there. 
uh, oh, Danielle. Juliet. Like, each Danielle time, every out. time you see Danielle, you're right. And I'm like, Juliet? <laughs> Juliet, is that, what, is that the answer? It's just your, your pat answer. Yeah, it just, showed, yeah, Julia. it just showed a flashback of how the smoke monster come, and they basically did the same thing that they did to Locke, you know, pulled him down the hole, but it, it killed him. So right. maybe they were trying to, maybe it was trying to kill Locke. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. You're talking, yeah. The, the got, and they came out all jacked up, weird, controlled. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know? Right. And uh, the next section is the others in general. I've only got three points about them, really. Um, why were the others at war with the Dharma Initiative? There was kind of, they had to have this truce. I want to know more about the details mm-hmm. of why there was a truce, who the original inhabitants were, what, why they posed a threat, or yeah. why the Dharma Initiative posed a threat to them, why they had this weird truce where they had to, give the bodies of the dead or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I forget what the details were with that now, but all the details of the relationship between the Dharma initiative and the original inhabitant inhabitants of the Island would be really, really interesting to find out. Did you say something like, I, can, I guess I do remember something like that, like that where the, the uh, Dharma had to give the bodies to their dead, right? Yeah. I think like, um, of their dead see here. Hmm. I can't remember now exactly, but the one of the <clears throat> they killed one of the the others, mm-hmm. and the others wanted the body of the person that's right. they killed. That's right. I remember back, that. Like they were going to do something with it. Yeah, like it'd be brought back to life of right. some sort. Yeah, and I think that was part of their agreement. Which that's a good side note. That um, Dharma Initiative box set mm-hmm. comes with a letter that outlines the details of the truce. Mm. I'll take a look at that. And if it's worth having a discussion about, we'll talk about that later. Okay. But yeah, I want to know more about the truce, what the deal was with that and more just about the inhabitant, the original inhabitants more yeah. than anything. One big mystery to me is still why the experience of the people in the fuselage was so different from the people in the tail section. Yeah. On Lucia's group, <clears throat> absolute misery and hell the mm-hmm. whole time. The fuselage people were making tents on the beach, right? You know, and had pretty much very little problems, mm-hmm. if any. Mm-hmm. And I want to know why those two groups were so different. If it was just because one was in one location and one was in another, that's okay, I guess. Leadership but, role as well. Maybe. Yeah, you know what? It's interesting to think back at Bernard. Is the only one that's still alive from that group, and he was not even supposed to be in that section. Right. So they've killed off everybody from the tellies. So it could be that they were involved even with planning who would be sitting where on the plane. Yeah, yeah, like like that group was never supposed to make it. Yeah. You know, so there was a hostile environment when they got there. Yeah. It was on. You know. Right. And then Bernard's the only one that was really supposed to make it because he wasn't even supposed to be in that section. Right. You know, that's so. true. Very true. Yeah. But that's, I don't think that's probably a mystery they would ever address. No. I doubt. But it was always interesting to me. I think we even talked about it. Yeah. Way early on. Um, and then why do the others refer to themselves several times as the good guys? Mm-hmm. And what is this cause they're fighting for? What is it they're doing that we don't understand yet? And I think that'll obviously be a big part yeah, I agree. of season six as well. Uh, the Dharma Initiative, a couple of points <laughs> there. Um, why do they have their own branded food and supplies? Why do they actually, have they gone to that 
extreme. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they bringing in, you know, hostess products or stuff like that right. rather than developing their own food? Um, and to me, it's, it's probably not something they would address specifically, but it, it probably hints at how big their operation is or how much they're trying to hide it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. if the Dharma initiative no longer exists, why are the food drops still being made? It's almost like it's on a timer, right? Like it's automatic. It's automatic. Somehow ding drop. Right. You know, that's probably as good of an explanation as any. Um, how did Kelvin, we already talked about this. Kelvin come to work for the Dharma initiative after having a previous connection with Saeed. Um, why did the Hanzo Foundation cut their funding of the Dharma Initiative in 1987? And why did they later call it a failure in 2006? And that was indicated by the Lost Experience ARG, which we didn't talk about much. No. But there was this other background information that basically tells us that the, the Dharma Initiative failed at whatever it was they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, Hanzo Foundation basically cut the funding in 1987. Right. And the last thing about the Dharma initiative, why was Cindy, the flight attendant from 815 later seen kind of milling around with a group of kids at the others camp? Yeah. Almost like people visiting a zoo. Yeah. And how was she involved with everything? Yeah, that was, that was interesting because I almost expected to see even more people from the flight there. Like the people that that lived and just went to live with the other, or you know, from right? The crack but there were crash. some of the kids. Some of the, the kids, crash. exactly. It's like, right. and I, w- I almost wonder, like, if she wasn't placed there for that purpose, you know, like to get a count for the kids, and you know that she was going to be the one taking the kids, and I don't know, it just seemed very organized and and planned. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the she fact- didn't seem weirded out at all to see them in cages right. and. Yeah, and I want to—I just want to know what happened that caused her to to come over to the Dharma Initiative, yeah. or not to the other side, mm-hmm. and to not be freaked out by being there, and it's yeah. totally normal and acceptable. Yeah. The last section is just kind of general mysteries, kind of overarching mm-hmm. mysteries here. Um, <clears throat> why are all of the survivors of the crash so interconnected? Why have they? Most of them have crossed paths in some way mm-hmm. in the past. So how did all those people just happen to end up on the same flight and end up in this crash? I think that's probably a big that's, part yeah, it's gotta of the be. mystery of the show. Got to be. And uh, it seems like a particular group of those people were meant to come to that mm-hmm. island in some way. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Who were the dead bodies found in the caves in the first season that Adam they call and Adam and Eve? Who are they and why are they there? It's Adam and Eve. I mean, yeah. they told you. Yeah, right. Obviously. <laughs> and to introduce the next point is our good friend, Jed. Jed. Hey, Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. This is Jed. Just so thrilled to hear you guys are going to be recording a new episode coming out soon. And I just had to call in and submit a little uh, mystery that I want solved that has to be solved for me to enjoy season six and the entire series of Lost. For that, it's not that big of a mystery, but it comes with a caveat. I, I want to learn the mystery of the Black Rock. Not only do I want to learn how it kind of ended up in the middle of the island, but more importantly, I want to see the story of the Black Rock. I want to see the show go back in time and be on the ship. 
I want to see the people getting off the ship and walking through the jungle. I want to experience that. I don't want to hear about it. I want to see it happen. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to know. That's the mystery. Is it worth your time? It's worth mine. Glad to hear you guys are back. Thanks. Thanks so much, Jed. The Black Rock is also one of my biggest. Yeah. Um, and I think that the season five finale hinted mm-hmm. that it is going to play a big role. Mm-hmm. And my theory right now is that Richard Alpert, Elena, all those people were on the Black Rock. Right, right. We they're all about that. just as old as Richard is. Yeah. And they're all coming back to that island for the same reasons that Jack, Kate, and all of them were trying right. to get back to the island. Yeah. Um, and that would be pretty awesome to me yeah, to find me out that this group of people from hundreds of years ago are still alive for whatever reason, aren't aging, and they're coming back to the island. Yeah. It also makes you wonder if because they've been to the island, if Jack, Kate, all of them won't age anymore as right. well. Right, yeah. If the island is doing something mm-hmm. that causes it. That's true, yeah. That That'd would be, be cool. cool, yeah. yeah. Um, next mystery here. Um, were there, oh, we just talked about this. Were there any survivors of the Black Rock shipwreck? Oh, yeah. I think so. Me too. What culture or civilization does the four-toed statue represent? Why is it there? Is this the same group that built the temple? Uh, what connection do the others have to these people? Or mm-hmm. have they just kind of found these structures and they've adopted them for their own use in some way? Any ideas on that? No, I mean, um, I, I almost, I, I, my, my theory and my thought would be that they are connected to the mm-hmm. people, that it's not just something they found, ran up on some ruins and said, oh, right. hey, we can, use a, we can use that foot. You know, I mean, it's, it is, yeah. there's actually some significance to, right. to it. And the four-toed statue is actually part of the foundation for my whole spaceship theory mm-hmm. that obviously humans haven't had four toes ever. I mean, um, not I mean unless it's one specific person yeah. who had four toes that was just really awesome. Well, we know who the statue was of, but why did it have four toads? We know who the statue was? Yeah, it was that Greek. Oh, that Greek. I, yeah, some, we saw some, it. We saw it, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess that could explain it. It was just one of these weird Mythology. Egyptian things. Yeah. You know, I don't know. But, anyway, I'd like to know more of the story behind... Richard Alpert looks Egyptian. He does. And Alana. Yep. They all do. They yeah, all have that really. Egyptian look. One of the biggest mysteries for me, the whispers. Mm-hmm. To me, those are the only things that don't really have a normal physical explanation. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't have like PA speakers hidden in all the trees. Right. So there's got to be a reason why out of the middle of nowhere in this jungle, they can hear whispers yeah. coming from all around them. Yeah. And that better be a big part of the explanation of yeah, the I agree. show. I agree. And I can't see how it couldn't be, except we haven't heard the whispers in for a long, long time. time. And I, I would be interesting to go back and see what has happened that know, kind of stopped them from happening. Well, I can tell you one thing. We haven't heard from the whispers. We haven't heard from the Smoky. And it hasn't rained. Oh, good point. And that's when it all happened. Yeah. For whatever reason. And I wonder if it all hap- stopped at the time Desmond turned the failsafe key. Maybe. It seems about right. I can't mm-hmm. remember hearing whispers much after that. Yeah. But the whispers are a huge one for me. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, why does it almost always rain before particularly bad events happen? Mm-hmm. But it is interesting. It hasn't rained in a long time, mm-hmm. too. So 
when Saeed and Claire or Charlie find the source of the, the pillar of smoke in mm-hmm. season one, mm-hmm. they go trekking through the jungle. Saeed mentioned specifically that there were no footprints. And mm-hmm. we had another mention before of the others not leaving footprints. That's right, yeah. I'm worried this might just end up being a way for them to make the others seem creepy yeah. or weird because there hasn't been any mention of that. And obviously they're normal people from what we've seen. And we've seen them actually stepping on the ground. Yeah. Which, you know, that one little segment where they're walking by, it, it kind of messed me up. It was like, they don't leave footprints, but they're stepping on the ground. Are they weightless? Right. Unless some of these people have clumped in the others with yeah, right, Esau, right. The, the bodies that it right. takes control of maybe even the smoke monster mm-hmm. lumped them into one group right? and has just made it seem like the others we know now mm-hmm. are the same people who were doing those things back then. Right. Right. But I don't know. Um, how were they able to survive the plane crash with very minor injuries? Yeah. That's still a big yeah. mystery. Was there even a plane crash in the first place? Really? That's still kind of a mystery. Mm-hmm. What is the sickness that overtook Danielle's team? Yeah. That's what you're talking about. And the, what, what causes it? Yeah. And um, why or how did the Dharma Initiative have a vaccine against it? Obviously, mm-hmm. it's something they could medically understand and make a, a vaccine for. Um, is this sickness the reason several of the hatches had quarantine stenciled right. on the doors? Maybe it's to keep them human-like, you know, like... They would age. They would age normally if they were vaccinated. They would be normal, but if they did not, the island effects would be right. It would have full effects. Right. right. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Uh, why was the voice which was broadcasting the numbers um, in this season? One of the episodes we heard the numbers being broadcast, mm-hmm. but it was a different voice than Danielle's. Mm-hmm. Uh, which really threw a lot of people off. Yeah. Some people said it sounded exactly like Hurley, mm-hmm. as if he had re-recorded the numbers to start the whole thing over again right? or something, uh, which we obviously don't know much about yet. Yeah. And finally, why do pregnant women die in their third trimester? What causes these pregnant women to die? I don't think we've ever figured that out. Um, I got a theory. Go this for is it. weird, but... At some point in, and this is just a crazy theory, at some point whenever a, a woman's, you know, devel- the body's developing a baby, it is its own life. And it, from that point, starts to grow and age itself. Mm-hmm. Well, this island, you don't, you don't age. You don't, so it can't progress past that third trimester spot. Right. You know, that it, the, so the child is, the body rejects it, never becomes a full child because it's not, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just like, it's, to me, it just be one of the things where if, if nothing ages, how can you be, how, how can pregnancy even exist? Yeah. You know True. what I'm saying? I mean, there's, it would never develop. It'd never yeah. develop. True. You know, I don't know why a third tried master. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I don't know either. But I, I think it's also one of those things that will be explained when the overall yeah, mysteries it, are explained. Yeah. How, I mean, it's definitely been a huge part of the show. Right. We have one final voicemail here, and we're going to wrap this beast up. Mm. Hi, this is Roy calling from Snowy, Maine, and I wanted to give you some um, examples to use in your next podcast regarding 
uh, the major mysteries of Lost. I have two specific and one overarching. Uh, I'll give you the overarching first. Uh, in a nutshell, what is the show about? Uh, does it end with Jacob and his nemesis as having this cosmic battle, or are they even not the highest level on the show? What is the overarching uh, point of the show? Uh, on two specific points, one, what is the significance of Walt and what are his powers? And two, what is the significance of and specific nature of the smoke monster? Hope you guys are doing well, and uh, thanks for the podcast. Take it easy. Thanks so much, Roy. Uh, we already talked, of course, about the last two, yeah. but I liked the mention of the first about Jacob and Esau. It is my hope that they aren't a big part of the mystery. Yeah. I'm kind of underwhelmed with the idea of these two mythic figures mm-hmm. battling it out and, you know, battle good against against evil yeah. and th- these guys being kind of the the symbols of good and evil. Mm-hmm. I really hope that's not what it is. Right. That yeah. would be really boring. And it takes the focus off of our characters right. that yeah, we it does. really care about. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I really, I'm with you on that. I hope that, that we see that Jack and all them are actually way more important and that right. they were the difference makers. Just, you know, something yeah. above and beyond right. that. Yeah, me for too. sure. Thanks so much, everyone, for calling in, giving us your voicemails and all that jazz and uh, making this possible. It's definitely a beast of an episode here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I really think we've discussed all of the mysteries. Yeah. I don't think there's anything we've left out. Yeah. If there is, of course, you can call or listen to the line at 765 439 4190, or you can email us at info at lost mystery podcast. Michael, yes. I would love to hear where you're at, what your theory is with the show, just what you're thinking of it overall and any ideas. I know you haven't seen the end of the season yet, right. but your ideas for the end of the season, maybe, maybe even season six. Right. Well, um, me and my wife both has been through this lost journey together and we've, we've talked about it on, on, I mean, each and every episode and, um, really, really love the lost, you know, um, show and everything. And where I'm at right now in season five is very confused. (laughs) And where, do you remember where you're at, where you left off? Yeah. I left off where, um, um, Ben, Ben and, Juliet. uh, yeah. No, Juliet. Uh, uh, it was Ben and uh, Locke. Yeah, Ben and Locke. They were they went back to the crash scene of the second plane that crashed. Right. And and uh, Ben actually shot the guy that was basically taking the leadership right. role. Yeah. And then they was going to the to the other part of the island, the right. the older part or whatever it was. But mm-hmm. um, so right now in that part, I'm I'm pretty confused on why they're wanting to get back over there. I know that isn't that where Ben and his people lived i guess when when he was there yeah Yeah, you're going back to the the dharma area the dharma yeah they're 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 on the island where jack and all them were and then they were going to go back to the barracks and what i'm really concerned with since it's a time thing going on right now is when they go back over there is jack and them actually going to be there when they get there right or is it going to be a totally different time you know frame where they're going to be there by themselves who knows i don't i'm just lost right now on that but um (laughs) But, um, you know, I just, I can't wait to, to finish up season five and see exactly what goes on with season six. And hopefully, um, in season six, what I want to see is a lot of what everybody has called in about. And especially one of my biggest mysteries, just as well as you all is, um, for one, the smoke monster. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And another huge thing is what actually, I don't know if it's very important to anybody else, but what actually happens to Michael. Right. Um, you know, he's he's not back on the island. When everybody else had to come back to the island, he didn't have to come back. You mean Walt? Right. I mean Walt, not yeah. Michael. Yeah, Walt. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, because everybody else that was off the island, they they wanted to go back and had to go back basically, but Walt right. didn't have to. Yeah. yeah that's and, good. And and that that's, was weird. One thing that bothered me too about that was uh, they wrote that little scene in where where Locke went up to him and said, no, he wasn't going to be involved. He had seen enough. Right. Yeah. And it was almost like a cheap way for the, them, them to, to get out of even, to get out of even yeah, having exactly. episodes. Anymore. Yeah. I didn't like that, but, but I'm just excited. You know, I'm, I can't wait to, for it to come to an end in one way, just to see exactly yeah. what happens. But, um, right. But it's been really great. And I really appreciate you guys podcast and everything, whatever you do. And, um, been really neat to be on here with you. So. Well, if you could, if you could um, draw it up the way you'd want this thing to end, do you have an idea of how you'd want the end? I mean, um, I don't know. Probably. I mean, of course, I think probably the way you guys do as well is I, I want it to be to where they landed, you know, in um, at their destination without even going through the crash in one way because, you know. But I I always here's my always my thought on it for some reason is that one person on the flight was dreaming <laughs> the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they oh, seen man. these people That'd and they was awful. dreaming the whole time and that it would it would be horrible. But yeah, <laughs> I I hope it's not like that. I hope <laughs> I hope yeah. that it'd it, be a riot. Oh yeah, know, and... definitely. But um, but as far as the ending goes, I just I I just have no clue really right now. I'm I'm kind of in several different like ways of what I think it could end like, but yeah, I don't know. I just, right. And part of me also thinks that the season six is going to be so heavy and so much information that it'll actually be more fun to talk about it and Mm -hmm. kind of distill things after it's done and over with. When we know we have all the information and we can really start to dig into trying to explain things. Right. Because right now it's like you got to wait for them to give you enough information to even yeah. have an idea. And they're going to yeah. have to be in answer mode at yeah. this oh, point. Oh, yeah. You know, Every episode is going to have to be packed full of stuff. You can't give more mystery. You yeah. know, it's like. Right. So I'm looking forward to that. It's like they start piling all these mysteries yeah. on. I'd be, I'd be like, whatever. It's it will be interesting because they they don't have time to open new mysteries. No. They've got plenty to close as right. it is. Exactly. And the, it's hard to imagine watching an episode of Lost without having all these little teaser mysteries right, exactly. thrown at you the whole time. So season six may be different than any other season <laughs> mm-hmm. we've seen so far. Yeah, I think so. I know one huge mystery that me and my wife both want solved is, like you guys already mentioned, but Christian. I mean, right. what in the world is going on there? Because yeah. we're every time he appears, we're like, what is he? what is going on? You know, <laughs> right. just yeah. totally confused. But, yeah. but I can't wait to see what happens with that as well. So, but. Yeah. Well, anything else before we close this out? I think we've we've yeah we've exhausted. It. <laughs> yeah, in any way we could, but uh, it's been good to could be back and yeah, talking about good. it, and I'm getting excited about the uh, season uh, six final uh, season. And yeah, ready. we probably won't have another episode before season six starts, but hopefully we'll be able to do a weekly show once uh, six starts, and we can do a discussion after each episode. Uh, probably won't have to be as in-depth because we're right. both playing with the same amount of information exactly. and uh, we don't have a whole lot to go on. But uh, we'll try to keep doing shows every week once the show starts. 
And until then, if you're looking for some stuff, you guys may not have seen this. Um, here recently, we did a video podcast with uh, Jed, who is over at Losties with Jed and Kara. If you go to our website, lostmysterypodcast.com, um, partway down the page, you'll see Anton and Evan on Losties. And there's a video there you should really check out. It's basically our top five moments from season two of Lost. Mm-hmm. And we had a great time. It was a, a oh, yeah. real great conversation. And if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. But until the next time, which will probably be around February 3rd mm-hmm. or so, we hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you later.